0: Don't blame me, death, on the shit in your head That you come, eat you like a virus for days on end Watch you decay, watch you waste away Who'd you think you'd fool, baby, taking your own so, <laughs>
1: Welcome in, it is Jobbing Out, episode number 63, if you guys knew the shit that was happening as we try to get on the air this week. I am Glenn, that is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course this is...
2: The main event. Vent. Vent.
1: Right on top. Nicely done. That is A.J. Francis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who is joining us live Via satellite. I believe you are live from John Cena's house, correct?
2: I'm actually live from Seamus' house, honestly. <laughs> like, that's not a joke. What? Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Did you not get the pictures? <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, because he has a shitty-ass phone. I tell him all the time, you need to get an iPhone because bro, there's so much better. Bro, he sent us
3: videos from Seamus' house.
2: Shut the this, fuck up. Dude, I'm because for, for this, like, month left in the off-season workouts that I'm living with Brent and Miko... Um they rented the house that they're renting is Seamus's house. Shut the... Seamus's <laughs> <laughs> house. Wait, wait, hang there's... on. Wait, wait, wait. Were you sending these
1: pictures on Monday night cuz I had to igno- No, this was I don't see Sunday night cuz I had to ignore all these your there, pictures like on Sunday night. like a week night.
2: or two ago. Yeah, I sent them right. a week ago when I was when I first got here. Damn it. Okay. All right.
1: I didn't yeah, know both you fuckers has, on Sunday night.
2: Like his his uh right now I'm in his like game room which is really awesome. Um what's in there? Right now I'm looking at uh Starship Enterprise uh wow. big ass like, wait 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 this
3: is a trekkie
2: <laughs> yeah, <he> has, <laughs> like that
3: stuns me that's awesome and, but it stuns me
2: and then he has like a, a who are you gonna call ghostbusters poster <laughs> oh, dude, he has a bunch of star wars awesome. shit he has like a uh like a miniature not miniature it's like four foot tall um darth vader and like a four foot tall oh my uh, god okay wait, wait,
1: wait all right i have so many questions about this so when you said if for those of you who don't know AJ the Brent and Miko that he's referring to it's Brent Grimes his teammate with the Buccaneers former Miami Dolphin and uh his wife Miko mm-hmm. now did they know they were renting Seamus's house or they just go to rent a house and like showed up and were like oh this is this is clearly the house of one Seamus O'Shaughnessy
2: I mean so basically what happened was the way he described to me was that um they were looking at houses to rent when he first moved to Tampa and um like, they were looking at houses. Another one of the houses they actually checked out was Alex Riley's house, um, who probably is back to living there. And, uh, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> for him.
3: Yeah, and,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, so they went and they came and they found out it was Seamus's house. And Brent, because I've had Brent and Miko watch wrestling with me before when we were in Miami. Um, so Brent actually knew who Seamus was because he said, Oh, it's that pasty white big <laughs> Oh. So, man. yeah, th- it just so happened, and like, he has all his, like, he has his championship belts, and he has, like, his cape that he wore, and his crown when he was Dude, King That's Simmons. awesome! Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really awesome. cool, man. Wait, he has the cape? Yeah, the cape's here. Um, that's what great. else is here? Dude, oh, wait, 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 wait. hang um, on,
1: hang on. Is the cape, like, behind some sort of glass?
2: No, it's, cause this is his house. Bro. <laughs> You have to put on the cape. I mean, I'm going to eventually. Okay. I just want <laughs> like, to. The, the
0: last day cool you're dope. living there. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, you know,
2: oh, there's like all his posters from like pay per views that he was on the poster. He has them like oh, that's cool. lined up in the hallway. What was the
1: one it's that like, was all white except for his hair? What was the poster? Uh, it was like a whole white poster and then it was just his hair.
2: I mean, I'm looking at one right now from. There, I want to say there's, this is Extreme Rules. On it's down the hall. Okay. So I, can't really, I can't really tell from here. But, yeah, I mean, you no, know, yeah, he also has a, a like a two foot R2D2. Dude, how cool is that? Oh man, oh, I mean, now the poster, w- the poster you're talking about that's all white, but is just his hair? Yeah. Uh that actually, the, the chair of that, from, you know how when you go to a pay-per-view. Yeah, you get to take a chair I, with you. The chair of that is actually right behind me, I can see it. Dude, and what, so what pay-per-view awesome. view is that? Oh, uh, hold on. Let me go look. This is the coolest thing. Well,
1: I just, I never knew
3: I wanted to grab a beer with Seamus. Right? That's, that's
1: the best. I'm coming around on Seamus all of a sudden. I kind of re- regret some of the things I've said about him in the past. Oh, I told you Seamus
2: was great. Right? I always has been a fa- have been a fan of Seamus. Makes one that? of us. I know
1: that. I have, he, I have been he, down on him.
2: Him I've and been Del been- Rio never get the respect they deserve. For I, and, and I am the guy that throws the most shade.
1: I don't like either one of them.
2: But uh, yeah, I think that uh, it, the post, the the picture is just his face. It doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't have the, a pay-per-view okay. on it. alright but it actually—I mean—I'm pretty sure it's Extreme Rules. Almost oh
0: possible. my
1: God, this is so wild, dude. Now we have to go down and do a show from Tampa, don't we? I mean, you
2: do actually.
3: Like, don't we have to? Because well, now- I mean, I'm I'm already planning on possibly going in the beginning of August. So. Oh my God. Well, he, I don't think that AJ's
1: still gonna be living there in the beginning of August, right? No, I'll be
2: in, I'll be in a hotel and camp, but I'm sure. We could try to work that out.
1: Oh, my God. We have to make this happen. All right. Um, a couple of things, because we know this week the big story is the brand split. So I assure you, Aaron, we will get to that.
2: Okay? Aaron is key in
1: that sense. Yes. Yeah, that will be the majority of this show, in fact. We're just going to knock a few things out ahead of time before we get to the brand split. Fair enough. Okay? Fair enough. We're going to talk plenty it, about the damn brand is split. Is
3: the producer and me knowing that program would flip
2: out if I we didn't start I understand
3: that. Yes.
1: We will talk plenty about Fair the enough. goddamn brand split.
2: And also, the main... by the way, I'm drinking Seamus' Guinness drought, so. Oh, that's, that's kind of awesome.
3: Wait, <laughs> wait can... Is it actually Seamus's or, like, he, he left yeah, his beer there? It was the
2: left in the fridge from when, he, uh, when Brent and Miko moved in. Can we, like, are you comfortable
1: at all tagging him in anything that we would post on Twitter?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't. I don't okay. know. See, the big thing is I don't know who knows where Seamus lives, so I kind of don't want to tell people where Brent and Miko live.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. No, okay, that's fair. Um, hmm. But we are talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> you have said now on the podcast.
2: Yeah. That is true.
1: I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, look,
3: I'm not trying to, you know, dog. I mean, is, I mean you is can also, I this mean, is a secret it, that our listeners can hear and no one else no one else, yeah. right.
1: I just want to know if, like, when we post the show, can we tag that, like, AJ is live at Seamus' house? Yeah, you can. Okay, good. All right. I'm looking forward to doing that and seeing how he acts. <laughs> can mean, we, because... Can we tag that AJ is drinking Seamus' beer?
2: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't tag that I was drinking beer. All right, fair enough. Fair enough.
1: All right. So here's the deal. Uh we have a couple things we have to knock out before we get to uh um, By
2: the way, kids, I'm totally not drinking beer. Glug glug
1: glug. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, yeah, you are in OTAs right now. I guess I gotta
1: remember that.
2: Well I got tomorrow. I got the weekend off. Oh, it's nice. Memorial.
1: Memorial Day, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, there man. we go. All right. Um we need to first address who the uh the winner and loser was from this week's pay-per-view challenge. And so uh Aaron, you are the keeper ...of these things, I was informed by a listener already of how this one went. Yes, so I'm, I, looking, I'm looking forward to hearing about it.
3: So remember how we, we had the tiebreaker, and I'll, I will get to that in a moment. But remember what I said when I went to the tiebreaker that I was going to be an honorable person mm-hmm. and not go a second over or a second under AJ. Yeah, well, apparently I should have not that been honorable. That was the dumbest decision you've ever made. That was a very bad, because, because I was so honorable... I ended up losing by a listen, few seconds. Listen stage. to Aaron. I mean, L- let's
2: be honest, you were gonna, you weren't gonna do a second under. You were gonna do oh, no, a no. second over. Oh no well, because I picked 20, I picked
3: under, so clearly I was looking at it you more under than over. under, under
2: I, because you didn't want to pick 24.
3: No, I picked under because I thought it was going to be between girls, 21 girls. and Girls. That's okay <laughs>
2: Aaron, you lost because I was only 5 seconds away from picking because right. I'm great and you're terrible. <laughs> No, I was clearly going under, though. Like, if I was going over, okay. I would have gone La- over. Ladies,
1: ladies, you
2: can fight later, okay? Anyways. In the meantime. You're so mad that he lost. I, I am a, that.
3: I'm also. What a I also, loser. I pulled, f- I went full Chris Jericho 1998 on this one. I went to the Library of Congress, and I found the jobbing out bylaws, just like Chris Jericho <laughs> did. Just stop. Which we said back in February uh-huh. when we started the competition. Uh-huh. All penalties are about entertainment. Uh-huh. We want as many people in on it and as entertaining as we can possibly get. Uh-huh. Correct? You uh-huh. guys remember this conversation? Yeah, we used to
2: Let's do not, it that he's way. Gonna yeah. He's going to try to weasel. Oh, he out is. Oh,
1: he's no, already no, no, no. tore me. He's going to try am not, to weasel.
3: I'm not weaseling out of it.
1: Oh, oh, I know what he's doing. He's I trying to weasel we- you in. I am we'll trying get there.
3: to. And and yes, we want as many people as possible because it's more entertaining that way. And that's uh-huh. what we are all about, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Thus, the reason that we did a tiebreaker last month was because we needed a distinct winner and loser. Because someone to the, perform the stink perform, face, someone, someone to, to be stink it. faced. In this case, there was no winner. The winner is meaningless in this case. Thus, there should have been no tiebreaker involved.
2: How is there not a winner?
3: Because there's well, no I am
2: definitely
1: the winner. Well, I mean, the, he, I don't get anything, out, the, of it, he doesn't get anything out
3: of yeah. it, but I was the winner. Well, let's make that clear, clear, though, that
1: I was the you winner. Did, you How did. How many did zero. I get wrong this weekend? Zero. Zero. Respect. Zero. 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 We each got one The
2: thing is, I really do feel bad for you because, you know, the whole... You only got one wrong thing. (laughs) But but at the same time, I'm not going to. No. This was an improper
3: tiebreaker. Stop. I don't want to hear this little bitch. Stop for a
1: second. Okay? Stop for a second. Because in fairness, if anyone (laughs) should side with Aaron, it would be me because I would get to enjoy watching AJ perform this as well.
2: Indeed. However, we did a tiebreaker. That, that so is the problem. But why did we do the, a tiebreaker, uh,
1: though? The, 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 pro, the problem right. is you're but, trying to rewrite history.
3: You're right. I'm, trying, now. I'm saying it was improperly. Uh, it's it, like it, it's it, like an appeal in baseball. Look. You can do an appeal in baseball. Well, yeah, yeah you, can, I,
1: you can play the game under...
3: uh, uh, uh Under protest. Yes, correct. So th- this is under protest because I feel like the umpire in this case, or whenever we were creating this, improperly applied the rules of tiebreakers. and that there I hope you know that everyone
2: listening to this thinks you're a little bitch. Well, no. There is probably some amount of that.
3: There's, there is probably some. There's something that, out but I'm saying I'm going to do it. That's the thing. Well, you I'm, have to do it, right? You, I'm you saying I'm
1: going right. to do it, right? You're trying to coerce AJ I'm to also I'm saying that do
2: because, it. and I will should've... not do it because I didn't
3: lose. Because and I, you're a little bitch. And, oh. oh God! Oh, you just, just use my line on World me. Star. That's right. That's right. You said I'm a little. Basically, miserable. you sound like
1: any WWE promo in the last 12 months. <laughs> That's
3: right, exactly. <laughs> you just get to the I, part where you call somebody a bitch. Tater tots. You have no tater tots, or you have tater tots, not grapefruits. That's right.
2: What I don't understand is the fact that why is it that you think that because we did a tiebreaker in which I was damn near perfect, you I sh- I should then because because you there should have been a t- say no. oh <laughs> well I, I, guess there wasn't a supposed to be one let's say a- Aaron we're the those problem teachers. here is that you're you're both right
1: you're both right yeah but oh that's the problem the problem is like it doesn't it doesn't suddenly make him wrong you're right that we shouldn't have had a tiebreaker correct AJ's right that we did I know. That's the problem.
3: Well, and I'm and saying that's that why in the
2: you're in, gonna be Emma a
3: yeah. little bit. Well, I'm going to be Emma, but I'm saying in the interest of entertainment, which by the way, you should be all for because you are the main event, you
2: are about entertaining the masses. Oh, yeah.
1: He is the entertainer.
2: You are the entertainer. You should like be Heather all about Joel. this. You're absolutely correct. But I feel like sometimes you know my entertainment value isn't appreciated like Roman Reigns, so I'm gonna decide. So, so what? So you? Not, I'm just gonna be in the main event and just still let you be Emma.
3: So because I didn't, so because I was honorable and didn't go a second of, under, <laughs> you are now not being honorable. Did anyone
2: tell you to be honorable? I don't remember
3: saying. No, that. I, and, and this is why heels are better than faces because. Yeah,
2: uh, absolutely. Heels yeah. are
1: definitely better than faces. I know. I so, need to learn th- new. So how this that. how this went down? Again, I I don't I don't want this to to be passed by. This is the second time I've been perfect in picks in the last four <laughs> pay-per-views. Okay,
3: it's, it's true. Is that true? Yeah, you were perfect. Yeah, I was perfect.
1: At, what was the fast lane? Fast lane. I was perfect. The fast lane. It's pretty good. I was. I've gone uh, two, two for the last four. I've gone perfect. Okay, it's not bad. So I just want that to be. I just want to keep throwing that out yes, there as a true. reminder. All right. Uh, in fact, I believe I've won three out of the last four.
3: Uh, sounds right. I think I won Mania. You won the other. I think
1: I thought we split. I thought we split Manny. What, what whatever. I, yeah. I, I
3: can't remember. Anyway, the yes.
1: point of this being, I kick ass. Now, yes. moving forward to your guys, uh, you ladies' problem. Aaron, you're losing an awful lot these days. You're doing an awful lot. For, for being Mr. You know, know, Rolling Stone, Mr. Baltimore Sun. like you're, the, you're well, it's, so, it's
2: of the three of, three
3: of us. <laughs> it's a tiebreaker. Okay. I did you lose? I, I did. Okay. I, I just want to make sure we got All
2: that straight. Maybe you should just be better at tiebreakers.
3: Apparently, I should be. I mean, apparently, that's the way
1: that you, you should know. You don't go.
2: put enough focus and effort into the tiebreaker. And that's the thing.
1: That's so, the question is, have you ordered your Emma gear? Uh,
3: I am, will be in the process of doing that, Okay, yes. okay. When, it, it, will be,
1: it will be done. When can we expect to see this video?
3: When we can get everything together. Oh, do come on. I don't legitimately...
1: It better guess.
2: be up before Money in the Bank. I know that for a fact. Okay. Oh, yeah, it better be
1: up before Money in the Bank. I would like to think that next week is not an unfair amount of time uh, to I, ask I, for this to be turned around. Look, did look, you look, know I'm you not, had lost?
3: Well, first, I knew I lost, what, Sunday, Sunday I already, night Yeah. Right. Okay. I gotta figure this. I want to do this right. If I'm gonna do this, I want to do it right. Oh Jesus! It's gonna Jesus. get up. I'm not wussing out of this. All it's right. going to be up. It right. It's a not like a stink. It does. You know what? I can do it right now if you don't want me to do the props. No, I want the whole thing. Well, but then I, I gotta go get like, the props. We're
1: four days in. No.
3: I gotta get the props.
1: Have you ordered them? No. Could you order them today?
3: I can order. AJ, them today. did you
1: get any of your gifts before you left?
3: No. Oh, I feel bad
1: now. Do you, do you know if your wife has received the gifts that we sent? No. Okay. Well, this is not good. Okay. It's it's not a good sign. It will get done. All right. All right. So that's the first thing we had to take care of. Aaron was the big loser. Second of all, this brand split thing is so bizarre. We'll talk about it more when we get there, that there's not even a hint of it on television. And I'll address that before, you know, when we get to the discussion about the brand split. But they did a show Monday night. Aaron and I were there. Yes. On Monday night for Raw with no hint of brand split. Not written in the storyline whatsoever. Nothing. So I do want to address the things that we saw on Monday night and coming out of the pay per view on Sunday as far as programming is concerned and, and then we'll move and, into the state. And in
3: between split. and especially because because now on july eleventh, there you know it's going to be run on one show. Yeah, I'm, still, sure, I'm sure there's going to be hints about it and kinda of you start to tell where people are going, but right. it's still going to be run normally for the next six weeks or whatever.
1: Um first of all, I thought the pay per view was good. Very good. I thought it was I, I think I mean, a couple of the matches were freaking unbelievable. Sure, the matches
3: were great. Only one was bad. Yeah, the, f- the
1: four way was spectacular. Yes. Was spectacular. Yes. Uh, now, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were involved. We probably should have known it was going to be spectacular,
3: right? Like, and frankly. And Cesar and all of them were great. Yeah. Oh, and, they, and no one got carried. No one did anything. The, Maurice was good in it. Let, like, well, let's be honest. Come on,
1: Maurice is great. The, I think that's one of the best things that's come from this is that it, anybody who was still a doubter on The Miz. It's got to be disappearing at this point, right? Like the, the no. M- it, I
3: mean, it's not disappearing.
1: People
2: still doubt Roman Reigns, so if you still doubt the Miz, or you know, <laughs> you're just an ass. I mean, the, the Miz is great. Yes, and he's great. He's wonderful.
3: I, I think David Shoemaker said the only the only problem with him retaining the title that means he can't go into the world title picture right now.
1: Oh my and, god! And that's
3: the level he's at right
1: now. No doubt, he's killing it right now. It's it's truly one of the best parts of the show right now is what you're getting from the Miz. So I, you know, I, that. We a 1,000% should have seen coming. As I said, I thought it made all the sense in the world to keep it on the list. Match but, of the
2: year.
3: Yeah, I yeah. mean, right now. For, for WWE, absolutely.
1: Right. If you're saying that Zayn Nakamura Zayn, or, is match of the whatever, year because yeah. it has to be match of the year, I I get that argument. But it's either Zayn Nakamura or it's the four-way, right? Like, those are the uh, best two yeah. matches we've uh, seen all
3: year. As as far as that brand. Like, if you want to take to do some of the Japan match, whatever. But, oh, yes, okay. as far as far as yes. As far as the under the WWE umbrella, those are the two best matches. Of the
1: yeah, year. I would tend to agree with that. Um, uh, a j what else jumped out at you from Sunday nights?
2: Um, how great Roman reigns was again I mean the man 's just great. the man is great, and also what jumped out to me is not only how great roman reigns was because i don't even want to, i don 't even need to talk about that anymore. He just wakes up, goes out main events, and does a great job, and then goes home to his kids. But <laughs> what I do want to talk about is the fact that, make that how, a t
1: shirt
2: How awesome is the new day still?
1: Yeah, it I mean, is. It is really. It is really wonderful that they keep. Uh, they, I mean, they just keep doing it. You know what I mean? It's.
2: And yeah. I'm and I'm praying that the reason why the tag team was Big E and Xavier defending. Oh, it's because you want them to throw Kofi in I, the Money in the Bank. Kofi is going to be in the Money in the Bank and he's going to win it. Well, I mean.
3: Based on who's already in it, I would. Yeah, I can't see any way, but I look.
2: I, you this know, won Money in the Bank last year. Both of you, shut up. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm tellin- I'll i tell you right now who's going to win money in the bank. I'll tell you right now. I already told Aaron. I'm telling Ooh. you right now. Chris Jericho is winning money in the bank. Chris Jericho is winning money in the bank. And it's it, it – I'm to the point – I've sold myself on it so much that now if they don't do it, I'm actually going to be pissed.
3: I still think Owens and Ambrose are both more likely, but you know Of
1: course they're the most likely. Of course they are. Yeah. It's why Jericho's perfect.
2: Yeah. Roman Jericho, Reigns was the most likely last year. Right.
1: right. Jericho is perfect to win money in the bank because it makes all the sense in the world. No, It, it, does. it makes yeah. complete sense yep. for a he guy like at that. He the fucking match. Correct. Yep. Yep. It makes complete sense. Especially if this is his and, it, and clearly, he's sticking around, right? Like, yeah. he stuck around longer than we thought he was going to stick around, which makes you think exactly that, that this is about it. So it has the drama of Jericho now knowing this is probably his last chance
2: to win. This is... It would be
1: perfect for them to have Chris Jericho win Money
2: in the Bank. Like, Could it, you imagine... Listen to this. Imagine this. You somehow work it so you have a shield th- triple threat for the title at SummerSlam. Okay. Ambrose wins the match, and Chris Jericho cashes oh in God. on Ambrose. Oh, and, and fucking hits him with a potted plant in the process? <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah, I'm could you imagine I, the heat that Ambr- it, that Jericho would get from would that? It would be an amazing moment. It would It'd be. be
1: that would be, be tremendous. Dude, I'm so in right now on Jericho winning Money in the Bank. I can't describe it, but. Let's let's peel it back for a second. Cody's um, still my pick. I know, I know you love you love your boy and he's I appreciate He's not even that. in the match but I know. He's my pick. I appreciate that. <laughs> um obviously the headline of Sunday night was the uh the return of Seth Rollins yep. which just kicks ass. You know, awesome. it's, it's so good to have Little him back.
3: Little surprise that they're not Yeah,
1: that's the real question that comes. Are they doing the right thing by trying to immediately flip him back to being a heel? Should they have just let him run yeah. with all of the the support that was behind him as a face?
2: No, I I kinda like the fact because I think it builds it builds to a point that when he actually does be like he came back and he got a big reaction and usually that's I mean, but even if he came back and he beat Roman Reigns to death with a baseball bat, he would have got a big reaction. Right. So like it didn't matter what he was gonna do because he was great when he left that he was gonna come back as With cheers, but I think allowing him to be a heel because a he is a fantastic heel, obviously, and b it allows the tension between him and Roman to build to a point where maybe we see a double turn, maybe we see maybe we see them. I don't know. They they might join and make a mega faction. You never know what could come from this. You get a storyline between two guys that was started but never really finished. And you can get magic from that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think that eventually, and when I say eventually, I mean in like the near future. Yeah. He does have to turn face for it to to be the maximum. Because I think that, as far as you're looking at it from a business perspective, perspective, what's the most compelling thing that a face Rollins against a heel Reigns is the best, you know, combination you can get out of these guys. So in the near future, I think you do have to turn him face. But I have no problem, especially from just a character standpoint, that it makes sense for him to come back and be you know, a bit of a tweener leaning heel. It just, I do wonder if it's going to hurt the build to the money in the bank match, just having both of these guys who are tweeners and both of these right. guys who right now are kind of leaning heel going at it. I think for, and quite frankly, especially with the announcement of the brand split, I think that you can almost, at least the match, kind of write it off and be like, okay, we know that this is going further than it. It's okay to do it from here. But by the end of the summer, I think that you're throwing away money if you don't have him be a face.
1: Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I think it's the right way to go about doing things. And I do think there is some argument for – at some point, he was going to need to address the fact that, like, everyone hated him the last time we saw him. So I don't think it would have been smart to pretend like that didn't exist. That is kind of there. And there is something about Seth Rollins' character that suggests, like, everything we've known about him, literally until he showed up on Sunday night, is – I don't give an f about you. Why would I care? that The fans are cheering for me. Yep. Like that's so. To suddenly show back up and and not be that guy right. anymore would have been awkward. It, it you know it, it would have been wrong. It, you know for guys like me, the bitch about I, character I want, continuity. Correct. Yes. I think it was the right thing to do that for the night. It will be interesting to see where they go from there. A couple of other quick quick things to bring up from uh, you know Sunday and Monday. Um, first of all, AJ, I'm sorry you couldn't be there on Monday night for the return of Enzo Amore. It was oh God. magic. That was a pop. It pop was magic. I mean, I don't – how many times in the history of the company has a guy gotten that three months into his arrival on the main roster?
2: Uh, if I had a dime for every time that happened to another <laughs> guy. <laughs>
0: how many times did you have? Had,
2: had, Showed up three months earlier on the main roster, yeah. I would have zero dimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was, dude, it was pure magic. I mean, it and was. It
3: was so perfect. Oh, my God. And it Cass, was wonderful. Cast coming out, we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, Cass, right? Like, are still stoked for cast. And then he paused and we're like, oh, wait, is this actually good? And then he points. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I lost <laughs> it. The the best part about it was. was he, he dropping the mic? He throws him? his <laughs> mic in excitement, has to run, get, and somehow he he's so. Hyper, that he gets in place in perfect time. Right? Like, he didn't lose a
1: beat. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. I mean, it really was just one of those awesome, awesome moments that, like, you remind yourself, oh, yeah, I don't hate everything. I love wrestling. Wrestling is great because I get this. I get to lose my effing mind over the return of Enzo Amore. Um The club. The club, yes. The club is in uh, in a place right now where... Uh, they've had a bit of a, a divorce, as AJ Styles has said, hey, business-wise, we need to split up. And Gallows and Anderson said, go F yourself. We're not even friends any longer. Obviously, everyone assumes this is leaving something for Finn Balor to slide in one way or the other, either as the new leader of the club or to partner, perhaps, with AJ Styles against the club. There's a lot of ways it can go. Uh, AJ, let me start with you. What do you think they should do there?
2: Um, you know me, I, I said it once, I said it a thousand times. Finn Balor is my favorite performer on planet Earth currently. Um so I would prefer he come back as the leader of the club strictly because I don't think face Finn Balor at this point in time has a spot on the main roster that he could be where I would want him to be on the card.
3: Now after the brand split does he have a place does face he, Finn Balor yeah, have a does, place Yeah he
2: does but I want him but I want Finn Balor to be like the new day is now where even if he's not in the main event he's in main event segments all the time saying? Yeah, like, know his, what like
1: his his entrance alone right. is one of the most important things that happens the entire right.
2: time. Exactly and I think the best way to get him at that point is to have him be the leader of the best the new hot heel faction in the company, the Bullet Club, or just the club, and work uh, Angle with AJ Styles, <laughs> AJ Styles versus Finn Balor at SummerSlam. Are you kidding me?
1: Oh, my no God. No one's going to complain about that. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like It's just like, magic, man. It's, it's magic. just
1: magic. No doubt, dude. Even
2: if they even bastardize it a little bit and make it the club versus AJ Styles and then he picks two other guys, like, I mean, we could get even that the two guys he picked and- – it would be awesome. Like even what if you picked Apollo Crews and somebody else? Like you like it would be fantastic.
3: Yeah, no, no one's debating that at all. I mean, yeah, to me that sounds, you know, after the brand split, that sounds like you're, you know, big smackdown. For- By the way,
1: I I tend to agree. I don't think the way to go about doing that is partnering him with AJ Styles to I just I would I would prefer this to be now, let all three of them be heels cuz I think it gives you a great heel faction. Um, it's one of the things they've been missing. Like, they split up League of Nations. So, they've all now apparently have no powers whatsoever. They're all just jobbers, unfortunately. Well, except for
3: Rusev. Rusev, right. And, and we didn't even mention that.
1: Like, that was, you know, they did that as exactly what they needed to Other do. Other than
3: it. not having him show up on Raw, which is yeah, a little, is, oh, a frustrating. Yeah, that is, little frustrating.
1: Um, there's no Wyatt family at the moment. They're missing a great heel faction right now. And I think that Finn Balor with the club is a, is a really good heel faction at the moment if you, if you pull the trigger on that.
3: Yeah. I think that you would you would have to be I think you'd have to be careful with how you do Finn because he's going to get such a pop when he comes up. Yeah, I mean the that roster. is true. Like to to debut him as a heel, you have to just be careful. And and you can I'm not saying it's impossible. You just have to be careful. Could, when could you, you know pull
1: that. this off where you know like you have him partner with AJ, then have AJ screw over Finn and Finn becomes you know mega face that way, and then AJ goes back to being a heel? Would that
2: work? It would be I a mean, little convoluted, but you could. If you have the club turn on Finn to make Finn a face and then AJ's actually the leader of the club. Yeah. And, and it's all kind of a swerve. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely doable.
1: Okay. I mean, I think there could be something there as well. I think that could work. Um, Monday night, I Charlotte. think. Yeah. I think that the, the trickiest part of the show and AJ was all on, all in. I don't know if this was a loss between TV and being there.
3: I, 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 I mean, a lot of people who watched on TV felt the same way that we did. Where it, was, it was good on paper. The yeah. words that came out were good. The delivery was a little off, so the Charlotte segment
1: was whew, was really awkward, was really, really awkward. Um, and AJ, I, I know you've got a lot of thoughts about this because I know you're all in on Charlotte, and so let me let me let me say what I'll say, and then you can say what you'll say. i, I we knew this was coming eventually, right? Like we knew there was going to be a Charlotte Rick Flair split. I, I think that Monday night could have even made sense as the time to do it under the guise of, I've proven I don't need you. Go F yourself. Instead of going that direction, they try to go the direction where suddenly Charlotte's like doing therapy. And something that has never been brought up before in the storyline between she and Ric Flair is his absence in her childhood, right? Right. That, that's not been laid out there. There's been no fishing for that whatsoever. That's you know
3: it, you know it if you're a big wrestling fan and you follow sure, right. the past, it,
1: but, but on in, screen. On yes. screen, there has been no mention of awkwardness between Charlotte and Rick because of his absence in her childhood. It's just not something that has been addressed. So, I, I think they really tried to pull off too much by going, going all the way in with that. Now, it does not excuse Wrestling fans suck. All right? We know that. Wrestling fans suck. Going to the what chant sucks. I was really disappointed in the fans in Baltimore that immediately went to the what chant. It's they're wrestling fans are not capable of paying attention. We're, we're ADD. It's it's all those things. That sucked and it Speak obviously so well, okay. You know what I'm talking the general wrestling fan, you know what I'm talking about.
2: Okay? Yeah, dicks. Continue. Correct.
1: That screwed a lot of the segment up on Monday. Un- undoubtedly, it derailed a lot of things because she could not handle that.
3: And, and that being said, even with the what's, she also compounded it by egging them on. That right, was also right. a problem. She,
1: she, not- she couldn't just sort of let it go or she didn't have the right retort prepared. She, she just She's just not of, at that level yet, which is yeah, fine. Most people aren't. Right, are. correct. Right. Let's not forget, she's only a year on the main roster Look, at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's very difficult to do that for some of the best performers on the planet. So that clearly made it worse. They're trying to lay down an entire backstory to, to lead to this split with Ric Flair. There was no physical altercation involved, which I think was a mistake. I think when this was going to happen, to truly get Charlotte over as like a complete heel, like a complete dick, it needed to involve a physical altercation between she and Rick. And I think that was a mistake to not go that route because, again, you're asking a crowd to be invested in all of this, and they don't really ever get a payoff outside of, I guess, a walk of shame is what they were trying to set up that Rick was doing. It just never really went anywhere other than get out of my ring, get out of my ring, goodbye. Like, no, I'm not going to leave. I, you know, it was just very – the whole thing was very uncomfortable.
3: Well, The, the other thing that I thought was just a, a little bit problematic with the – again – the, the words were good, but the delivery wasn't there, was the fact that because it was such an emotional subject, because, you know, it's a real subject. Right. The fact that she was breaking down in tears by the end of it. Yeah, that was tough, if, too. If she's supposed, if this is supposed to be the, the Her promo that, yeah,
1: right.
3: you, you know, you can't break down in the middle of it, because then all of a sudden you're sympathetic. All right. And that made it awkward, too.
2: All right, AJ. Um, Aaron, do you live with a woman? Yes. How long have you lived with that woman?
3: Oh, uh, a while now,
2: so you're telling me all the time you've lived with Kelly that never once she's been a mean person while crying.
3: uh, but when she cries when she's saying things that are correct, like you abandoned me and crying, that's not irrational to cry
1: right it It sort of makes us sympathize I, I feel with, for with her. her right I mean, okay. I mean, I don't really... But this is supposed to this must be her heel moment. Like, this is supposed to be her turning on her father and proving what that she truly is the dirtiest player in the game now, but yet she's saying things that logically we would say, oh, you know what? Maybe Ric Flair is an asshole, and, and Charlotte's not that, that wrong, and she's not off on this one. That's the tricky
2: part. Well, you can be right and still be a dick. Yeah, but you're sympathetic. Not really. I don't have no sympathy for how she was kicking out Rick. You don't have any sympathy for the fact that he wasn't there for her growing up? I mean, that's also, like – it's also just, like, lines in the – like, we know she doesn't really – like that wasn't really like that wasn't off the top of her head. That was like scripted. No, I understand but, that. It,
3: but a, they were all true. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a, I mean a, it, that it, is, it was all true.
2: true.
1: Like it was a scripted. It was a scripted no, I, speech. AJ, I get that, but that's the problem. The problem is we we can only base it on what we maybe, know.
2: Maybe maybe that's one of the main reasons that I'm the wrestling fan that doesn't hate wrestling, unlike everybody else, because. <laughs> I understand that this is a television show. No, I do too. But now, in the television show, you've established that the reason why you don't understand it's a television show is because that, like, this was a scripted speech. So, like, at no point do I feel bad for her because she knew she was going to say this and she was obviously okay with it. I'm
1: not asking about whether or not you feel bad for the real person. I'm saying the character, the The, the character of Charlotte, who has portrayed to you in a segment. I'm. I'm I'm mad at you, my father, and I don't want you around anymore because you haven't been there for me.
2: So you're saying a majority of fans probably feel bad for her because I, of
1: I don't I don't know that the majority of them feel bad for her, but I don't think that... You know what makes you immediately hate Charlotte? Is if she says, go F yourself, slaps him in the face, and just turns him out I of can the do ring.
3: this without you. I'm yeah. better
1: than you. Doing that presents a scenario where you're left with, yeah, I know you're supposed to be the bad guy, but like... I don't really hate you that much,
2: you know, like you just it it, it doesn't work the same way. Uh, I have no problem with it. Crying Rick is more than enough to make me mad at Charlotte.
1: I mean, credit to Ric Flair for his sell. I mean, I'll give him that much. He definitely sold oversold. I just don't understand why you wouldn't just have her physically get involved with, you know, some whatever it is, slapping him, pushing him, something along those lines to give you a moment not only for that week, but to replay over and over and over again for the coming weeks. Do you really think that we're not going to see Rick again? Oh, we're absolutely going to see Rick We're going to see Rick again. but it's So maybe, no, so I think maybe involved this him
3: waiting for that moment? And I, I don't necessarily think he needed I I'm, I'm not with Glenn on this one, that they need the physical moment. But I do think that just, again. How I much th- more evil?
1: If, if you're trying to sell Charlotte as the dirtiest player in the game, that was the concept, right, right for Monday right. night. How is making a logical- I don't think it
2: was
3: bad, it would be bad, but I don't think you needed
1: it. The the dirtiest player in the game-
2: Have you not seen how she's won every single one of her matches for the last four months? I
1: understand that. It's more comical than dirty. So, like, all of that
2: doesn't matter to you? It's just what happened Monday night?
1: No. I think it's that this was supposed this was the – this is the moment. This was the promo. This is the Seth hitting – Right. Yeah, with a chair. This is what they were trying to accomplish on Monday night. This was Ric Flair anointing Dana Brooke as Arna Anderson. This was the moment that they were trying to immediately recognize Charlotte is now the new Ric Flair. The, the the bad guy. That's what they were trying to accomplish on Monday night. And that's fine. I get it. She's done a lot of things recently that's built her up. I don't think there's any debating whether or not she's a heel. But there's a big difference between being the heel because we say you're the heel and a heel because we hate you. Seth Rollins is a heel, was a heel, because we hated him. That's he, not t- true. he took a chair to the you shield. You
3: broke up the shield.
1: We, we don't hated him. Like, oh, this him.
2: is not true. Dude. Come on, you man! You sold out. You sold out. for yeah, those months. are just okay. Did you guys not watch SummerSlam last year? What do you mean? When he was right f- facing John Cena, who's supposed to be the biggest? Fix oh, okay, in the company? Y- yes. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, there's How about his... every match he wrestled Brock Lesnar? How about every promo before he got hurt when he was wrestling with Roman Reigns? He gets more cheers than anybody when he was facing saying John Cena and Roman Reigns, saying saying like that. Seth doesn't get a lot of cheers. Is like saying, me saying that Roman Reigns doesn't get a lot of boos. You're no. pretending that it doesn't months, happen, but okay, it happens. In the
3: months following the Shield breakup, when he was mostly feuding with Dean, he was getting booed. That, that's, Correct. And that's what, coming out of this, when you have your big moment, it should be complete booze at the end of the segment. Right. it's, it's at, at, at the big moment. Down the line, yeah. I mean, Charlotte could get cheered, the, but in the moment. The night
1: after Seth Rollins laid out those guys in the chair, we wanted to kill him. We were so furious with Seth Rollins. It was, I mean, it was truly anger on display. That's what I think they could have accomplished with this on Monday night with with Charlotte, had they gone a certain direction with it. I think they could have accomplished something with Charlotte and Rick, which we all knew was coming, and yet I still think they could have made it happen in a way that it would have been, we hate you. We despise you. You are the worst. And I don't think they pulled that off with what they did on Monday night. Again, I think they tried to do too much. I don't know that it's Charlotte's fault. I, I Yes, yeah, she didn't make it better because she could not let go of the what's. She just, that was a that was on her. She struggled with that. But I, I think, think that, that was
3: on her. Because she no, egged them on. She egged I, them I on. I said, the fans. Uh, yeah, it's, it's her fault that they I, I
1: already that. said, the fans are the worst, fans are the worst and worst. doing the what's sucked. She the made exactly it worse because did it. she didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Now, I'm not, that doesn't mean it's her fault they started doing it, she just made it worse because she didn't know what to do when that happened, right? Mm -hmm. It all spiraled from there. And it all made the thing very disjointed, and again, I didn't get to watch it on TV, maybe it wasn't as bad on TV as it was. Yeah,
3: it really wasn't. From from what I've heard from other people. A lot of people online found it just as awkward.
1: That's the sense that I got as well. Now, all that being said, all that being said, we knew it was happening, it's happened now, the question really becomes, where do they go now? Is Rick a pawn for someone else? Is is does does someone else come along and say, if Charlotte doesn't want you, I know I've got room on my team for for a Ric Flair.
3: Ric Flair and Sasha would be a good match. Just in, I don't in think their, so. I, I don't think you need it. But if you're saying that Ric Flair, let's just say he sees he sees a little bit of him in Sasha, which I think is is fair. You can see a little bit of Ric Flair in Sasha. Then I think that you could. I don't – again, I wouldn't necessarily do this, but you could if you wanted to go that route. If you want to keep Ric Flair in the picture, you want him to tap somebody to say, okay yes, – Char- She
1: would be logical. Yeah. Uh-huh. She'd be logical. I don't know – there's a part of me that wonders if you just need to get Ric Flair out for a little while.
3: Well, he, for a little while, yeah. I think, I think he needs to be gone for a few weeks. I think he can come back next month maybe. hmm But uh, – and I think he does come back next month because this isn't something that you do and you just have him go away. Um. But I think eventually that's what – I wouldn't do it, but I think that that's where we're going.
1: Okay. No, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I love Dana Brooke with Charlotte. I mean, I love you know trying to lay the foundation of she's the Arne and – I would love for there to be a whole team, right? Like, I'd love for there to – I think it's a perfect
3: role for Dana. Dana's still very, very raw, but in that enforcer role, she'd be great.
1: I think we've made the assumption of who the four horsewomen were, and I think that this is maybe a great idea to, to reset it and say, no, we got, we're going to tell you who the four – Charlotte or Sasha doesn't need this. Bailey doesn't need the four horsewomen. Right. But there are other women right now that could probably use something like that. I think that there's, you know, a, a role that what the hell is going on with Paige right now. Yeah. Y- your most consistent female performer for, what, 18 months? And she's lost. I, I don't know if she's alive other than the fact that she's dating Alberto Del Rio I think right isn't that the story on uh, yeah. in the Diz- internet these Disneyland
3: days or Disney yeah world something or like that yeah
1: um I, I, like I don't know that she exists on the face of the planet why couldn't she be a part of this but thing but didn't
3: she beat uh I feel like she beat Charlotte a couple she weeks ago she beat Charlotte a yeah. couple
1: weeks. oh that is right she did but
3: but she did and then yeah, did and, and, from, the and where did they right. go from there exactly. right
1: yeah that's exactly. what i'm saying so i think there's a lot of things you can do with this to make it work and and i think the idea of saying you know you guys one of the four horsewomen but we're going to give it to you a different way gives you the opportunity to set up for four great heels as part of the four horsewomen. I think it's a really good idea.
2: I mean, it's not wrong. I just think that to me personally, Charlotte is the best heel in the business. The way that she, the way like you guys might, even if everybody didn't like the promo and what went down on the weekend um, and on Monday, like even before that, to me, she's always been my favorite heel. And, I think that if you put a faction around her, just similar to the way I was talking with Finn, that that's money. And that's green.
1: Oh dude, I, you know, I'm all, I'm all on board. There's no question about that. Anything else that we need to touch on from, uh, Sunday, Monday before we, uh, get into the brand split stuff? Not that I could think of. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else either. I mean, I, we mentioned Rusev wins that unfortunately, you know, where, where are you going from there? I, so far so good for Money in the Bank. You know what I mean? I, there's, those are the five
3: guys. I, who I
1: assume John Cena's one of the other two, well, and that's why they're.
3: Can can, can I reveal what happens? On, I mean, what's oh. going to be coming out. We do know that uh, on SmackDown, Alberto Del Rio is taking one of the spots. Huh,
1: okay, so there's one left. Yeah. And John Cena happens to be coming back next Monday.
3: Potentially, yeah. I mean, it's going
1: to be Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> I still
3: yeah. think it could be Bray. I mean,
1: I'd love for it to be Bray. I just, what are you doing with Cena then?
3: haven't beat Rusev, quite <laughs> frankly. Unfortunately, I mean, God,
1: you're so right.
3: I, Rusev or Miz. Like, that, that's probably where they're God, going,
2: God, I hate the thought that you might be right about that. All right, let's grab a break here. Ooh, Miz versus John Cena for the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam. Yeah. I don't think it lasts that long. Yeah, I'd be really but... surprised
1: if we get that far with it. Uh, all right, when we come back in, we got to talk about the brand split. That's where we're headed. Uh, you know what's going on. There's going to be a, a whole new era in the WWE and we'll look ahead to it. Maybe a little bit of a mock draft. Well, if we're thinking about that, we're throwing it around. We'll see. We also have still over a month until we get to the actual draft itself. So maybe yep. we should push that off and try to do it like listeners and have a bigger event or something along those lines. I don't know. But we'll do all that next. It is, uh, uh, I'm Glenn, that's Aaron, and that's the main event. A.J. Francis, this and this is Jobbing Out.
0: Hi, this is Jake the Snake Smith from Baltimore Boxing. Our next event is going to be June 16th at Michael's 8th Avenue. I sure hope you guys can check it out. The last bouts were incredible and these are going to be even better. For tickets, please go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. That's BaltimoreBoxing.com. Get your tickets right away. If you want good seats, VIP is where to be. VIP tables of 10 are $500 or $50 a seat. Ringside reserve seats are $35 or $350 a table. General missions are $25, but we run out of them fast. So if you want them, go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. For those about to rock, Thursday, June 16th at Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie. Baltimore's best boxing. Go to BaltimoreBoxing.com for tickets.
3: So sloppy, they call pop.
1: Back in here on Jobbing right Out, Glenn Clark, July, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course,
2: the main event,
1: A.J. Francis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who joins us live from Seamus' house.
2: Yep. Welcome
1: to Seamus' house. Play that yep.
0: Celtic oh, music
1: that's... so loud. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, was That was not that. your best. effort. Shut up, man. I just I hate you. Uh, he's live from Tampa where he is at uh, OTAs, and so no guests this week. We, we're still working on the whole technology thing. We'll have that figured out by next week, but I uh, I love the fact that it sounds so good with uh, AJ down there. That is remarkable. Um Yeah, so there's a big story this week, and we have a lot to die, but I, I got to tell you, I'm really frustrated that they're sitting on this and that the announcement wasn't part of television.
2: Uh, it doesn't bother me. Oh, you never bother by anything, so I don't I'm no, really know. Sure. That's, not, that's not true, because you have to understand, by making this announcement not on television, it allows you to build to the point that, okay, well, we're, who's gonna take over SmackDown? Who's gonna take over Raw? If you did it on television you kind of have to like start leaning towards that right away but
1: you don't have to give it all away right then the 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 go home moment on monday night could have been something like the 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 seth rollins stephanie mcmahon interaction on monday night right where hey the business thing like you could have had a final segment on monday night being something along those lines and then saying oh by the way change is coming and just leave it at that and then make the full announcement still on on wednesday
3: Do, do you know what it might be though and it's a little bit of a cynical way to think about it. But when this came out, this was one of the first, oh, my God, new, you know, like wrestling news, things that I remember in quite a while. Like just waking up, seeing, you know, brand split. It's official. It's happening. It's going live on Tuesday. But I, if if you do it as the last segment on Monday, that leaks out beforehand. OK,
1: 100 percent. What I'm saying, though, is on Monday night, you can you can tease something. You it can leaks make out it on
3: Monday. If you do that, it leaks out.
1: What do you mean it leaks out?
3: Some, on on some dirt sheet it'll be like, oh that that, either before the show when when the scripts come out and you see the O oh, changes coming. Right. Then you people are like, okay. well, I think you
1: can play it pretty close. They've managed to get through. They've had a lot of surprises on Monday nights before. There have been plenty of things that we have genuinely not knew known were coming. They managed to pull off on a Monday night. And my suggestion being, they could have just given us a morsel of it, just in in. How many things have happened recently that are impacted by a potential brand change, that have been involved in storylines, right? The, Everything. The, the Shane, Stephanie stuff. One of the biggest things we were throwing out was the possibility of a brand change, right? right? And yet they, they did all this stuff that's nonsensical to storylines. Shane loses, but yet he still gets to run the company. All of this stuff, knowing a brand change was coming. Yeah.
3: Well, that's true. I mean, they.
1: So you went completely away from storyline, abandoned storyline, knowing the most logical thing you could do was hanging out there, and you were gonna do it, and you were you were more inclined to abandon storyline.
3: You you know what's it probably points to? They're more interested in the the where did it come out? Variety
1: is that? I, I don't remember who reported it first. I don't.
3: I, I think I think it was Variety. I think they're more interested in like. We want to break it out in the mainstream rather I than break it on television. But
1: there's so many elements to this. I know. There's a live SmackDown on Tuesday nights. There's a draft coming. Yep. That any single one of these things would have been a wonderful story for anybody to break. You didn't need to give it all to us on Monday night. Just something. You this this monumental moment that's happening in your company. Which can we all agree? This is the most significant thing that's happened to WWE in the last since the
2: network at least. Oh yeah. Is there any argument there? No. I mean, I I personally don't think it's that big of a deal. Dude, it's – Live Smackdown is – Live Smackdown, too. I'm not saying that it's not awesome, and I'm not saying that – but, like –
3: A brand split?
2: I mean, the changes of everything in the company. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I I didn't think it was that – like, I assumed a brand split was coming anyway.
1: Well, I think a lot of us thought there was a brand split coming when we thought that. Which Shane and is why Stephanie I don't were...
2: think it's that big of a deal that it happened.
1: Well, and that's again, if we knew it was coming, why not incorporate it on television? For the swerve, for the story. But that, that's the point of using it on television is for the swerve and the story. You didn't get, you didn't use it on television. There is no swerve. There is no story. Everybody just shows up on Monday now, and we already know it's going down.
2: Well, what I'm saying is, a, stop screaming. B. Um, I'll stop screaming
1: when I want to stop screaming. B. Uh, Chris Hero fights as long as he wants to.
2: What I don't understand is the fact that even if they did say something like along those lines on Monday. Does that mat like? Does that change how you feel when the official news comes out Wednesday?
1: No, I still think it's a big deal when it comes out on Wednesday. My point being, so then why do you care so much? Because you only have so many things that really matter on television, right? Like there's so many things that you can accomplish on television, but you know. The, the shining stars don't really matter on television, right? Like I, I'm, I, I like them. I'm sure. all on board, yeah. They don't really matter on television. There's a bunch of things you can do that really matter on your programming, and one of those things would be this this huge announcement that you have. And, again, I'm not saying give away the whole thing. I get it. There's some value to now we had people talking about us in the middle of the day on Twitter, on Facebook, and that's wonderful, Everything you're doing storyline-wise, you don't think you could have injected value into those storylines over the last couple of months if something like this was hanging out there? If there was some, you were just hinting towards it, like something like this might be coming? Do you really think that two GMs, or not GMs, I guess, they're just running raw? Yes, there's some element of that, but not... Do you think that's not a hint? Yeah, okay, but again, we don't get a moment out of that. There's no. There's no you know, infighting between Stephanie and Shane and who's, you know what I mean? Like, we never got there.
2: Um, I'm really confused as to why you care so much. He just,
3: he wants he wants the video package. He wants to be able to look back and, you know, when, when they do the draft, if it's July 11th or right. whatever, they want the video package, Vince coming out and saying, there's going to be a Yeah, change. right. He comes there's out, a brand split. We, some, we, we wants that highlight.
1: Something. I want some moment that will say, oh, my God. God. I want Vince McMahon sitting in a chair turning around and saying, "Me and the NWO." I want the moment I'll never forget when there's something like this, that's this significant dangling out there. And that's the part that bothers me. The part that bothers me is on television said what we got. Look, that you want the Kevin Owens match on that night was great. It was a great match. It was a wonderful match. And As much as a wonderful match, it was just like the 5,000th wonderful Kevin Owens match. I will probably forget about it in the span of the next three months. because, And and I like that. I like that Kevin Owens has given me so many wonderful matches that I can forget about some of Kevin Owens' wonderful matches. I'm so grateful that we have someone like Kevin Owens right now that's so good that I can forget about his great matches sometimes.
3: But on Monday night, if you end the show with some moment like... And, you know, Vince McMahon. You you cut backstage, you have Shane and Stephanie standing there, and then you just have went.
2: But you guys complain all the time about them not making the best decisions business-wise and not doing the good decision business-wise. Whoever's watching Raw at the end of Raw is going to be watching Raw next week. By breaking the story you can't, through variety, you can't online, that getting mainstream crossover appeal, but you can like you both. said, you have people talking about it during the middle of the day. You, that night, Steph Curry probably, you don't know, on Monday, Steph Curry could have scored 40, and then nobody would have gave a shit that they said that their brand was split. But you could have accomplished both.
1: You would have had a great television moment. You didn't have to do it right at that moment, by the way. You could have purposely lined it up for halftime of the basketball game. Um, you could have done it then, and you still. there's so much to this, you didn't have to do it one way or the other. They shot their entire load on the the Wednesday announcement. That's fine, that's a business decision, they get to make it. But you could have easily done both things. You could have easily given us part of this as the storyline, and then still had all of this stuff. All we know is on Monday night change is coming. Right? If that's all we get from Vince McMahon is, you know, it's Game of Thrones, right? Like, oh shit, right? Oh my god, that's unbelievable. We still get the massive Wednesday announcement
2: and No, we don't. Yeah, because oh. Aaron's absolutely correct. If if they do if they do the change is coming or whatever the hell else you wanted to hear, then by Wednesday the story's already broke.
1: I I don't think that's true. And I think that they can manage. I think they have leaked everything exactly the way they wanted to leak. How many Hall of Famers have leaked because of anything other than, than WWE calling up? you know, Yahoo Asia and saying, I want you to know who the next Hall of Famer is. They have pulled off everything the way they That's wanted to pull off. You
2: guys literally had – we had a discussion on Jobbing Out about how, oh, man, those spoilers we heard about the Hall of Fame is pretty rung true so far.
1: And actually, we found
3: out that only like half of it was true. Right.
1: But, but, th- when they but they at made
2: that point, but at that point, f- what was it, four for four? I mean, yeah, here's, it was something here's like the thing. That. Here's Here's what happens
3: if you do the changes coming thing. The, the Meltzers of the world, the you know, various people, right. they're on it, on the story. But, so, so for example, clearly, for right now. If
1: it's this significant, you're not telling anyone within your own company that that's what you're doing. You're you're leaving everybody in your own company in the dark on something like this. They're finding out when we find out. I mean, you, it, say, you say that, but here's I, think what I know, that a, USA didn't find out on Wednesday that they were going to have a, a a live smackdown on Tuesday night, correct? Right. So out. USA knew ahead of time. Right. Yet they still were able to make the announcement on Wednesday, correct?
3: Because there, there were no hints of it. There was nothing for people to chase. So, like, for for example, for example, since that we now again it's not definite because they may not even know, but we have leaks about hey here's who they're thinking about having on RAW here's who they're ha- yeah but thinking half about of that is, is
1: just bullshit uh,
3: half of it is but there's some truth to it which means that they're going yes, after it
1: somebody would have guessed in the, somebody would have guessed made a report on Tuesday that would have said here's my guess it's a brand split. And they wouldn't have said guess. They would have said, oh, I, say- yeah, I think there's something coming up that there's going to be a brand split. Because, by the way, we've all been talking about it for the last five months. So, no doubt, somebody would have thrown out the words brand split between Monday and Wednesday. You know what they still wouldn't have gotten? Live two-hour SmackDown on Wednesday. They still wouldn't have gotten, here's the date of the draft, any of that shit.
3: That would have not been leaked. They would have still had the massive Dan, announcement. the draft still hasn't been actually uh, announced. That's just kind of presuming oh, the, it's on the...
1: Right. Uh, we're saying that because that's when we know the split is coming. When the, we're going to
3: start... See- June, July 19th is the first live SmackDown. Live SmackDown, Smackdown right? The so rumors it, is the week before, July be, 11th. Well, that would
1: be the most logical yes. thing to do it, absolutely. Yes. But the point is, we still—they would still get the opportunity to announce all of that on Wednesday without it being leaked. They can do both things. This is the only problem I have is the continuity thing, which is—I
2: mean, you're—you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong, Glenn. They could have done both things, but I think you're a little bit too preachy on your mountaintop about how they should have done what you think.
1: What is the they point of being a wrestling fan if I can't get on my mountaintop? I I'm don't just saying,
2: understand. Like, 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 yeah, okay. They could have done both things. You're not wrong, but it's also not that big of a deal that they didn't.
1: Well, I disagree. I think you're an asshole. Now, moving forward <laughs> Um and i have made my point. Now I actually even got AJ to admit that I wasn't wrong. That's like the greatest that, accomplishment of yeah, my career right? <laughs> on shopping out. I don't think I've done anything better than that. Um now, moving forward, we have what we have. Um the these are the big questions. Before we talk about roster, all right, here are my questions. Okay? And you guys just toss out your thoughts and response. The first question to me is are we truly – I talked to our buddy Kevin Eck, the um, who used to – he used to be Aaron yes. um, at the Baltimore Sun. Then he went on to work as a writer for the WWE, and he was part of the last brand split. And one of the things – he wasn't part of the actual split. He was part of the programming after the split occurred. We went on to talk about it, and we said, you know, one of the big questions to come, you're doing this live two-hour SmackDown now. Are you treating SmackDown as an equal to Raw? Or are you treating it still as a B-show, just doing it live on Tuesday?
3: My first reaction to this was, oh, my God, if you're going to do this, you have to make them equal. I have since come around on that. You do not have to make them equal as long as you make them different. Right now, NXT is not equal to Raw. No. However, NXT is still an incredibly compelling program. Yes. Because of the way they, they treat it very differently. If you take, let's say, you know, Raw is still going to be the brand for stars, let's say. There's a way you can do it. I don't necessarily know if I 100%, but let's say it's the it, what it Raw normally is. You take uh, SmackDown. You make it. It's going to have, let's say, we're going to put the women on there. That's going to be the home of the women. It's going to have the women wrestling. Maybe it has the tag division on there exclusively. Mm. And then you have, we are going to really use NXT stars. We are going to say, anyone who's on NXT right now also has a home on SmackDown. We are going to make it wrestling, you know, really good wrestling. Basically, we're going to make it NXT plus is what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do with SmackDown. You have a show that is on paper, not necessarily equal, but possibly a better show.
2: Okay. I don't think I would do that. I mean, I would do some of those things you said. I think it's a good idea to put the tag division on SmackDown, and I think it's a good idea, but I would keep the women – on Raw because you have more hours of programming. Right, you yeah, have a three hour show. And I would put the Intercontinental title on SmackDown.
3: That's I would definitely I, I don't even think there's a question there that you almost and I, don't I, would, I think to do,
2: that SmackDown, two hours of SmackDown where you have the tag team division and you have the Intercontinental title, that's fantastic programming.
1: Okay, so now but let's go somewhere. Is there no champion on SmackDown?
2: No, I think that the Intercontinental title, that's one way people always bitch about the Intercontinental title, title not being elevated. But
1: the issue with that becomes now, all the people you're putting on SmackDown can no longer compete for the belt belt.
3: It's an issue. I mean, mean,
2: do you act like... You act like they can't make a mechanism where that isn't the case. Okay, now you would have to do that, and I'm right.
3: not. And that's it. if mean, you want to say the champion floats, the, the very, right? The beginning of the brand split for until right. Brock Lesnar became exclusive to SmackDown for the first two months, it was a floating champion. It right. was Yeah.
1: Now I'm not. I'm not telling you I'm opposed to that necessarily, but you know, then it's tricky. Which month, you know, are you doing Raw specific pay-per-views? Are you doing SmackDown specific pay-per-views? There's a lot
2: of things that. No, we don't. I, but that's why I'm saying I think that it. You don't need to do the specific pay-per-views. You can have the Intercontinental title defended, and that's right. a SmackDown. Right, but,
1: but, I, but I guess what I'm saying then is, whose turn is it to be the number one contender, right? Like, and if somebody right now we've seen scenarios where the same guy is number one contender for essentially AJ Styles been the number one contender at the last two pay-per-views.
3: And and it also brings up a posi- if you don't go back and forth, right. you have a position where okay, so Kevin Owens is the you know. Kevin Owens is the Intercontinental Champion, or is is in that picture? Is he then not going to get a title shot for five months, even if he's, the, like, the top guy? Or, or it puts you in a position where, let's say you put Cena on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You're going to put Cena out of the title picture for six months? If if it's just a lot of times Raw gets the title shot in a row? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, I don't know the answer to that, right. but it's, it's, it's an issue. It's something you have right.
3: to talk about.
1: I would say the next question... The, the you comments. could
2: easily do it one of two ways. You could have this champion on both, because... If you have literally everyone from the Intercontinental Title picture, everyone from the Tag Team Title picture on SmackDown, and then you have a couple more stars on SmackDown, right? And then you have majority of your stars on Raw. Yep. You can have a float. You can have the champion float, like you said, and then when it's time to pull the trigger on somebody who's on SmackDown, you can either a keep the World Heavyweight Title feud on SmackDown, or b you can have a quote-unquote trade between the brands. Hmm. I
1: mean, I, it's not something that we saw a lot of the first time, but I'm not telling you I'm opposed to it. I don't think it's a terrible idea. I think it could be pretty good, in fact. I, I think I, I, like,
2: I think that's a mechanism that hurt the brand split last time because you could only go back and forth – if you were released by one and signed by the other or if you or if were there was a tra- drafted right. in the draft and the draft was like once a year right?
1: right correct
2: by making it so like real sports where stephanie says well you know i have apollo cruz and i'm not really using him i think that he could he could do very well on smackdown i'll trade you apollo cruz and baron corbin for randy orton i yeah. mean i
1: i I'd like to see more of that if that's the route they go. I hope they they're willing to do that because that, that's the type of stuff that nerds are into, right? right? Like we sit around and do that type of stuff in our underpants. So yeah, I'm I'm all for it. But, but
3: spe- speaking of that, though, I think one thing that has to happen, with the exception of you know a couple keys key places, they do have to keep it as separate as possible. Where you need the the official trades to go back and forth. Right, where you yeah. just
1: have people showing up randomly, then it sort of loses any value of there ever being a.
2: Principle. Yeah. my big thing, my big thing is only if you are the WWE champion, you are welcome on all programming. WWE. Well,
1: and now I think there's going to be a question of if they don't put all the women on one show, right? Like if, if they end up doing the same thing with the women's title, they end up saying we're going to split the women up two shows, and we're going to have the same rule for the women's champion. Women's champion can go to Raw or to SmackDown, you know, just so that we don't have all of women's yeah. wrestling happening in one show. That could work, too. Yeah, and I wouldn't be opposed to that. Somebody would bring up the same thing with the tag belts, but I don't think you're in a place yet, you know. And then the tricky part becomes, if if you don't – remember that they broke up the Dudleys with the first brand split, right? Like, that was the – idea. the idea was that any tag team could be broken up right. via the, the brand split, and that was how they broke up the Dudleys, and that gave us um, uh, uh, Reverend, Reverend Devon and Deacon, Deacon, Deacon Batista. Batista, right? That was how Which that all ends happened.
2: ends up being one of the best things – I mean, how many – he made have ended, what, two WrestleManias?
1: Oh, dude! I mean, getting Deacon Batista out of it was a great deal, and hell, it gave us—you know—ultimately Bubba's promo about I, when we had Bubba on the show. I told him I, I'll never forget Bubba's promo about the title
3: with, like, with when he was going after Triple H. Yeah, when he was—you know—about
1: the title being the wrestler's salvation. Like, yep. I thought it was one of the great moments.
3: Th- that was the first time that you were like, "Huh, Bully Ray." Yeah,
1: right. Thing. There's something yeah. there. I just thought he was a goof, and it was—it was brilliance from him. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Like, you know, do they do they either put. You know, the tag titles, or the tag, all the tag teams on one show, or do they put the, you know, do they let the tag belts also be defended on either show, right? Like I think they have to address that as well. I don't think having
3: two
2: different tag champions is a good idea. No, and if- I think, I think, I think that you could have a situation where, if you really wanted to do it, you have the US title on Raw, you have the Intercontinental title on SmackDown, and the other three titles, if you're the champion, you can flow between each show.
1: So you're saying all three world title, tag title, women's title. Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm look, I'm not telling you I think it's a terrible idea.
3: You just have to be very careful how you do it so you don't favor one over the other or or right, when right. you do like the others are favoring. You have to
1: figure out a rule for who gets to, you know, who gets to become the number one contender, all those things and then you run the risk of too much cross pollination and, is, and being a brand split.
2: The thing is it's not hard to come up with a way to have number one contender cuz it's just like on NXT, like why did American Alpha become the number one contender? They didn't, they didn't, they got one match with the champions. They never faced the champions before the title match. They, what they got to become the, the number one contender is they just kept beating other people that weren't the champions. So let's say New Day's in a feud on Raw with, I'll just say the villains, and they're going on that feud for two months, but during that same two months, Enzo and Cass are on SmackDown beating the hell out of everybody. Eventually you get to the point where Enzo and Cass win because the champions can flow on each show. You get to the point where you say Enzo and Cass say we think you deserve this. I'm, I'm calling call the show.
3: you out. I'm calling you out right here. And exactly. yeah, and that's the thing. You just have to plan to with this, if you do this, you know, properly where there aren't any hard fast rules, right. you have to plan it out 6 months in advance. Absolutely. You got to be okay Absolutely. for 2 months the title's going to be on Raw, then right. the next 2 months it's going to be on SmackDown. We're not going to deviate from this. You just got to get the planning in, And that's you can tough. Do. And
1: they have but really the, struggled with that in the last well, couple think, of years. I don't
2: think that's that much of a problem I, as you look. Are,
1: I agree. I don't think it, it it's, shouldn't be. But it shouldn't be. It's bad. It,
2: it it was in the past because of like they didn't have those rules. Like okay, when you yeah. were the WWE champion, you were on Raw, or actually technically you were on SmackDown for a while, and then you were on Raw. Like you didn't go across, except for those two months you're talking about with Brock Lesnar. Like, you weren't exclusively on one brand. I mean, you were exclusively on one brand. And what I'm outlining is a way where, well, Roman Reigns might be in a feud with AJ Styles on Raw, but Roman Reigns can still show up on SmackDown and wrestle anybody.
1: Right, because he's a champion. Right, exactly. Correct. I get that entirely. Um, A couple more questions I have about this. One being, are you worried? I think everyone's in agreement that to fully make this work. To have enough quality on both shows, it's going to have to involve a few more folks getting called up from NXT? I think. No. You don't think so?
2: I do. No, because I think that there's a lot of guys right now that are good that aren't getting opportunities because of how stacked the main roster is. Plus, you have to remember Randy Orton's not back. Bray Wyatt's not back. John Cena's not back. Um, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and John Cena combined are going to get an hour of television between the three of them. Uh, I don't every know. week.
1: Yeah, I don't know about Randy Orton. I you know, I I hear you though. They're going to get a bunch. You're no, right.
2: With with 5 you hours don't know now. know about Randy pl- Orton. He's the fourth highest
1: paid I, person I, in the company. I understand that, but they have he will seen be
2: on television a lot. Okay, in
1: some capacity fine. I I I don't know if it's I, I guess we're splitting hairs right now. I I kind of agree with you. I don't know if the numbers right, but yes, there there's a lot that's missing with those 3 guys out.
2: And because those when those 3 guys get back, Then you got, I mean, Dolph Ziggler's been on the pre-show, right? That's one of the biggest complaints we had. Yes. Now imagine Dolph Ziggler exclusively on SmackDown. Imagine Apollo Crews exclusively on SmackDown. Now you have Baron Corbin exclusively on Raw, right? Then you have other guys who are good but aren't getting a lot of shots, like, well, they just left the company, but you have Cody Rhodes and Damian (laughs) Sandow, (laughs) guys that are in those positions currently, but could eventually, because of the brand split, give more opportunities on one show or the other. Okay. I mean –
3: Hypothetically, yes.
1: Hypothetically, I this still also still think work. this involves
2: I, I, a couple more call-ups.
3: I, I, yeah. Either call-ups or double duty.
1: Well, and, well, okay, fine. But I think we're all in agreement that even before this, we thought that Finn was – I think that we saw the path for Finn because of what the storyline suggested with the club. So there's yeah. one right there like we're all in agreement with. I think that we're seeing that we're getting closer with Bailey, right? That I think we all agreed months ago that while we didn't think Bailey needed to be caught up now, I think we all sort of pointed to around SummerSlam as about mm-hmm. the time for Bailey. So I think we all saw that coming from a mile away. So there's two more already that we're talking about.
2: Yeah, I, I, don't get me wrong. I do think that there will be people called up. And I, I think this one course, of, but the, I don't think like how, when maybe you're not saying it this way, and this is just how I'm hearing it. But I think when you guys are saying this, I think you're saying like, oh, now we gotta bring up Austin Aries and we gotta bring up right, I, Shinsuke Nakamura and right. we gotta bring up Samoa Joe. Well, I think they
1: have bring bring, to bring up Nakamura at some point sooner than later too. I mean I think Yeah, but, but
2: I think you might bring up two or three people just like they did right before May. So
1: you're saying you're not concerned that they're going to be raiding NXT and yeah, hurting no. NXT
3: in the process.
2: Because I think they still want, like you guys always say, NXT to be its own viable brand.
3: I think right. the one question with that Comes with what, you know, what comes from this takeover? Right. We just uh, we just learned the name of the next takeover special, which is in June, and it's NXT Takeover: The End. Now, granted, The End could be the end of the Joe right. Baller feud, right? But it does have some people like, you know, like if you go if you go my route with how you treat SmackDown, you don't necessarily need to call them up, but you treat it as almost a stopgap there, kind of, and you would say, okay, you guys are still on NXT, but you know what? We want these feuds to carry over to SmackDown. We want, every week, we want one or two NXT matches on SmackDown. We want American Alpha to have a presence on SmackDown. We want Samoa Joe to have a presence on SmackDown. You're going to be doing most of your feuds on NXT, but on NXT, you're going to be saying, okay, I'm challenging you to a match on SmackDown. Uh,
2: Okay. Um... Yeah, I hate. You that. could do that. I hate. But it. then that gets into the well. Does American Alpha wear the NXT right. titles on right. SmackDown? Right.
1: And then this is my problem. My problem is, I, I uh, no. If you're doing this, you need to have a functional Raw, a functional SmackDown, and a functional NXT. Okay.
3: that's my thing too. Yeah.
1: I, they, they all three have to be able to exist on their own and be their own entities and be their own products.
3: Then, it, otherwise, in that case, then yes, yeah. I do think it does hurt NXT overall.
1: Okay, and that—that that I think is a lot of people's concerns. I think there's a lot of concern that you're going to end up taking a few people away. There's been talk of they're willing to spend money to go in and bring in more.
3: Well, they're having international. A, well, they're talent. having the Cruiserweight Challenge. Right. We know that they're going to take people from that. And they're going to end up there. The Even relationship already, with
1: Evolve is very clearly... They, they
3: uh, just had, uh, this week their first promo finally for, um, I can't remember what name he's going by. Manny Andrade, uh, the former where oh, right, They yeah. finally cut the, you know, did the first vignette for him. So he's coming up. They're going to replace it. But yes, at least in the short time, I do think that a brand split will end up hurting NXT. Well, I mean, it, I,
1: hurting, if hurting NXT means you're gonna I, lose...
2: But I, I don't think so, guys. I think you guys are, you guys do this all the time where you forget people because they're not on TV. Like You act like like Darren Young and Titus O'Neil are going to be on television, Raw and SmackDown when the brand split occurs. So is Zack Wright. I hope so. There are a lot of people that aren't on TV currently that are going to get opportunities. I, I Tyler, you Reese.
1: saying that, AJ, I
2: do, and I hope that you're right about that.
3: But there's a difference but between putting them on TV really
2: and making that, them feel that special. Triple H is going to let his biggest moneymaker that he's made on his own, that he's... Just no, just going to get re- I,
1: I said I'm not. I'm not agreeing with Aaron on this. I think NXT is going to be fine myself. This is this is Aaron.
3: I, I think it gets. I don't think it gets killed. I think it just gets a little I, hurt.
1: I think that you are always going to lose Finn Balor and Bailey at some point, And the problem is right now Finn Balor and Bailey have been NXT. Right? They have been synonymous with a- NXT for the
2: last. I mean, honestly, uh, uh, remember when we talked about it? We were talking about how we can't have Bailey up right now because she's the biggest name on NXT. But at the same time, NXT's been just fine. I yeah, mean, Nia Jackson, Oscar. Bailey, Bailey, Bailey lost to Nia Jax, and that's the only match I can remember Bailey having in the last two months. Right, Nia Jackson, yeah, Oscar. Asuka it, an
3: injury angle last time, but yeah, look
1: pretty good right now, right? Like I'm not opposed to the Nia Jax-Asuka thing. It 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 looks lit. You know what I mean? Like I'm on board with that.
3: Especially when Alexa and, Bliss gets
1: involved. But now, is either one of them marketable the way that Bailey is? Does either one of them? Asuka is
3: she's close but i, I like, like i've always said bailey transcends
2: yeah. yeah she does but that's also why she's not going to be on NXT much longer but, than and you. That,
3: and that's my,
1: my point is if if you're saying that it's going to hurt NXT because you're going to lose Finn balor and bailey yeah you're it's right. not just those two though. but I, you're I always going to lose Finn
3: balor I, and I think that they are going to be more inclined so how many so, so you
2: you're just you're just beating around the bush and it's pissing me off at this point how many people from NXT do you think are going to get called up by
3: September this? i think f- at least 5 are up No shit. Like that Finn Bal. I think. I think. I think think by the end of September, you see, uh, you see definitely Finn, definitely Bailey, one if not both of Samoa Joe and Nakamura and Austin Aries, and uh probably American Alpha all on television. Aaron, Aaron,
2: can you show me any time over the last year, where in a four month time period, at least five guys didn't come up from NXT?
3: Oh, I definitely, I mean, if I go back, I definitely can say that five big names like that didn't come up from NXT. Absolutely. I,
2: five people from NXT okay. came up.
3: Okay. I mean, let's let's go, who came up between, let's just say, let, let's take the five months, let's take SummerSlam to Royal Rumble. Tyler Breeze came up.
1: Yeah, in the fall, they didn't call up as many guys. That's probably true. You're probably right about that. Now, if I went back and looked, hang on, when did the Ascension come up?
3: Ascension exactly. came up December 2014.
1: Has it really been that long for yes, the Ascension? Yes. Are you sure? It was the day that Daniel what about Bryan. Kevin it, Owens? It was... What
2: about Sami Zayn? What about all of them? Yeah, these? Kevin
1: well, Owens came up a little bit earlier, and Sami Zayn didn't come up for. Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, he didn't come up uh, like on a technicality. Aaron might Sim be right. Sami Zayn came
2: up before Kevin Owens. Yeah.
3: Well, well we don't. We don't, back, we don't. Back. We don't know, yeah, he we don't know, know if right. he was coming up or not. To be fair, well, we he,
2: don't. But he was on Raw.
3: Well, if it's if he was on if it's on Raw, then Charlotte debuted up a year before she debuted because she wrestled Natalia on Raw. I mean, all those guys debuted on Raw. Yeah, in and Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze and, and Neville on, yeah, and right, Zayn right. all had a I, I, match with each other. The, what Aaron's I mean, going to
1: get so by we on a technicality, and he's going to be right. that We might not technically be able to say that five guys officially debuted somewhere between. But I think what AJ's point is, he's right five about Five
2: guys debuted
3: before WrestleMania.
1: Right. More, like, I, I think well,
3: yeah, around that WrestleMania, a lot of guys come
1: up. I think AJ's point is that if you look at what's happened in the last, if we took the last 24 months, how many people have been caught up in the last 24 months? 20? 25? Not that
3: many. I don't think. Well, Dude, really? Actual NXT. Well, hold on. Let's let's. I, we we shouldn't go through because it'll it'll take too long. But let's see. Uh, Bo Dallas. Uh huh. Neville. Uh huh. Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Sammy Zane. Sam, yeah, the of so uh, seven. Seven. Uh, sh- the the women: Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha. So the ten. Now, now throwing Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Eleven.
2: 11. Uh huh. Nice kid. Tyson Kidd well, does not yeah, count. Well, yeah, I mean... That does not count. You, you cannot say... No, hang on. No, we'll leave him it out It doesn't for, count. We'll leave him you out. Being up there for a but, day and then say Tyson Kidd... Tyson on there for Tyson Kidd on for a decade. Yeah, I mean... That, I, that's ridiculous.
1: I, I, trust me. I I'm know, not only with you. Otherwise, okay.
2: Tyson Kidd was count. on the Enzo roster for a decade. Enzo and Cass, and Cass okay.
1: as well as, of course, the villains. Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews, Baron Corbin. We're already at 17. 17, yeah.
3: Okay, so we're
2: getting up there. In we're, the past 24 months.
1: Yeah, in the past 24 months alone, okay. we're already at and 17. That doesn't
2: include The Shield. That doesn't include Biggie. That doesn't include any other people that came in from NXT.
1: That were a little bit before then, right? They, yes. were, they were a little bit before then is what we're saying.
2: We've already come up with 17, and I'm sure we're just blanking
1: on a couple of others in there in the process. I have no doubt of that, right? Adam um, Rose. Adam Rose. Rose absolutely. Adam Rose, counts, yeah. Adam Rose. We're already at 18. And again, I bet we're still blanking on a couple. I, I agree with AJ. Call-ups, mass call-ups happen. It's on the WWE to continue to put talent in, right? Like that's, that's the way it works. Can they quickly, everybody's on board with No Way, no way Jose right now. Can they quickly make No Way Jose so significant that you go out to a show to see NXT and you spend your 90 bucks to sit in that arena because, you because see No Way Jose is there? It's possible. No. You don't think so? No. Why not?
2: $90 to see No Way Jose?
1: But no. that's, then that's, then, then you're almost contradicting yourself.
3: Because they've got. Who, who, are, who are you spending money to see? If if right. those if, five if guys those, who I said. The, then the, 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 then, who, then right. Who are you who are you um going to see? On NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the five guys you said? I didn't. Even I read. said it was Finn, Finn Balor, Bailey. Samoa Joe, Bailey, Samoa Joe Nakamura, and American Alpha. Uh
1: Austin Aries. Ninety bucks. You're paying ninety bucks to go see Austin Aries wrestle Bobby Roode.
2: Right, right now, no. But if those five guys were off TV and Austin Aries and Bobby Roode were at the top of the card, absolutely. You're okay. also forgetting okay. the opportunity that other people are going to get for, because of this. Well, I mean, like that's I, that, that's that, fine. Yeah, we're we're saying they can. I just, I, I question.
1: My my point is, I think they can make No Way Jose somebody that I'm willing to go spend 90 bucks to watch wrestle. I, I, that's my defense of NXT. I do uh,
2: uh, maybe I'm just not that big of a
1: fan of No Way Jose. I am all in. I'm so <laughs> all in right now on No Way Jose. I don't know how to describe it. Um,
2: but I, I think but that there's sh- other guys on there that would be a better barometer if you said, if you said them. Okay. Well, I don't think it's Peyton Royce.
1: I mean, I, I mean, like it's,
3: Peyton Royce. <laughs> I mean, Oscar. Oscar would yeah, be one fine. of them. Yeah, fine. Oscar would I be mean, one Nia of them. Nia Jax.
1: Nia Jax, sure. Yeah, that, that, okay. would be, that would be I a mean, big house show. Alexa Bliss. The, the, those... I do. I have liked Alexa Bliss more and more recently. I mean. I have.
2: Uh, and you still I have know, the revival in
1: that scenario, right? Yeah. Like, you know, there'd still be, there'd still be a lot on the card. There'd still be a lot there. There's
2: there. I mean, there's. There's still fantastic tag teams. Like, you took one tag team up from a fantastic tag team division.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, but you, you've really taken three up in the span of about six months if you lose. I mean, no, but but, 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 but you, have, you have the Mighty Dope right. Neal
3: coming in, and there already looks like they're trying to push them pretty hard. And my argument is,
1: is what you're talking about, which is they're going to grab a couple of the cruiserweights, and they'll grab somebody else from Evolve. I, I, think,
3: I think one of the fascinating things about all of this is is the cruiserweight challenge a precursor to put the cruiserweight title back on SmackDown. And you throw, you throw don't you don't put them on NXT. Instead, you say... You know what, this cruiserweight cha- you're always talking about making things matter. I hear you. Cruiserweight I, challenges for our I would be Smackdown a little
1: contract. bit worried. Well, you
3: know me; I don't like the cruiserweight title because I think that it hurts the growth yeah. of anyone you put in there. I, but it's a possibility of something. You don't I know. would. Think so. I, I here's my only concern. I think.
2: Well, I've said it once; I'll say it a thousand times. I think that's overblown. People that are deserving of the world heavyweight title and mega pushes get there. No matter if they were cruiserweight I, champ I, or not, I understand what you're saying. My Chris Jericho concern, got there. Rey Mysterio got there.
3: Rey Mysterio like, got, took six years. I get it, it but he did get there, there and AJ got right. there.
1: Okay, my point would be that if you put the, you know, whatever title on Raw and put the cruiserweight title on SmackDown, it goes back to, are you making it so that SmackDown is the B show? Like the, you, get the, you get the, you get the little guys.
3: See, for me, I don't trust them to, uh, to, to make it perfectly equal. And so if they're not going to make it perfect, perfectly equal. They need to make it different, and the cruiserweight division would be a way to make it different.
1: Uh, I mean, it's different. You're right, it's different. I get that. Um, are we in agreement that they have to put John Cena on one show and Roman Reigns on the other?
2: John Cena should be on SmackDown. I,
1: I would agree with that. I'm would. i I'm in complete agreement. I think John Cena I, I should be on SmackDown. I think
3: logically, yes. I think the question is, are they willing, and and it comes down to really Vince's mindset, of course. When, when we say we... We mean Vince. Right. Is he willing to... At this point, Cena is basically the only person who can consistently move ratings. At at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean... Are are they willing to possibly say, SmackDown might actually do better than Raw?
1: Well, remember when they first did it, SmackDown, you know, was the real benefactor from the first brand split.
3: Yes. right. SmackDown was better than Raw. The first
1: brand split really made SmackDown shine while Raw was...
3: And then
1: Vince didn't like that.
2: Here's the difference between now and then. If you have John Cena and Randy Orton and insert other name here Kevin on Owens SmackDown, and, yeah. Kevin Owens on SmackDown, that's a fantastic group. You'll have a great card every night. There'll be a lot of good storylines to come out of it. Yeah. But I dared you to tell Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns and AJ Styles and whoever else is on Raw that they're not going to be the ones that are bringing in the money and they're going to go out of their way. To make sure that Raw is the best show, competition breeds results.
1: Here's, a, here's another question: Who gets Brock Lesnar when he comes back?
2: Raw. That's Raw. not a
3: question. Un- unless they have him float. And that's uh, no. it, it all no, goes no, back. No, no,
1: I don't want the, no. I don't want it to float. But then the problem becomes Raw you've is gotta...
3: still the flagship show. Right. And and that's why I question if they would put Cena on SmackDown because Raw is the flagship show. Okay,
1: but they have to. They can't have Cena. Old Cena and new Cena can't be on the same show.
3: Right. I, I, again, logically, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I mean, you
1: can't. You're do. It's the same thing.
3: I, and I mean that. And, I, and by I'm, the way, the fact that we're saying flagship show is raw. Right. It's already leading to, you know, that's exactly they be, what we've been talking about. Yeah. Right. Are are they willing to make? Are are they willing to risk the fact that SmackDown could get better ratings than Raw?
1: I mean, it's in the same network. I don't think it doesn't matter, right? I don't think it's the end of the world. It shouldn't
3: matter. It shouldn't. Vince is crazy
1: about. I understand that, but also could part of this be that we want to elevate SmackDown because on Monday nights for half the year we're going up against football.
3: That's actually a good question. And on Tuesday nights we're not. And USA wants it for that. That's actually a damn good
1: question. Right? Monday and Thursday nights for half the year you're up against football. Now you have a show that can exist on a Tuesday night with Dick up against it. Nothing.
2: Yep. Yeah, like, I love The Flash, but I'm definitely going to watch SmackDown over
1: Right? Flash. All of a sudden, look, I, admittedly, you guys know, I have barely watched SmackDown. I have admitted yeah. that over and over again. I barely watch SmackDown. All You're of a sudden, watch it live. I I'm, I'm in position where I have to watch SmackDown. This is, first of all, that's why this is so great, and it's why they're genius for doing it. I, I want to make sure that's very clear. I am so on board with this, I can't even begin... I also hate them because it's going to suck two hours more out of my life every well,
3: week. But that's actually a question I did want to ask. Do you think there's a chance that, especially pay-per-view weeks, there's a case of viewer fatigue by the fact that you're saying over a three-day yeah, you, span, I've got to give you have five to watch plus
1: eight, another three on Sunday. Yeah, and, eight,
3: eight hours over a three-night span. And then
1: if I want to watch NXT on top of that, now we're talking about, yeah, sure, there's a case of viewer fatigue, absolutely. Now, the good news is we live in a DVR world. Right. And so, But that
3: doesn't help ratings.
1: I understand that, but oh, I'm yes. not worried about them. Right, right. You're talking about specifically viewer fatigue. Yeah. I'm saying that, like I already deal with on a lot of times on Monday nights. I tell you guys, don't fucking text me because I can't watch the show live. Right. Right. Like I, I tell you that a ton of times. I, I tell you it on, during pay-per-views. There's a lot of times that, that happens. I have the option to push it off to the next day. Now it means now I got to watch Raw by Tuesday, so that you know, I if I if I watch SmackDown on Tuesday night, I'm you know I've caught up on Raw ahead. Of, I guess. I guess maybe I don't have to watch. Think it it's gonna be two yeah. different shows. I
3: don't know, but I yes, there's some concern, but not enough that I think it's okay. not I, worth and doing. That's, right. that's, and I, I tend to agree with you. I'm just I'm curious to see how that plays out. That's one of the things I really. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah.
1: At some point, you're gonna spit. You're gonna skip one of these shows at some point. It's gonna happen. The, not <laughs> us,
3: maybe. So other people will. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the people that are sixes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're gonna skip shows, but they probably already skip shows at this point. So I don't think you're really. I think that you're gonna gain more than you would lose from whoever, you know, you already have watching shows. I think that this is a, a net gain in general of people watching shows.
2: Yeah, I I watch about one I watch ones I just I watch about one or two Smackdowns a month. Right. Most of the time right. I just most of the time if I know I'm not going to be able to watch on Thursday, I just read what happens on Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But now you're in
1: position that you're going to probably watch 3 to 4 a month. Yep. It's exactly what they've accomplished, which is why it's so And and if it's the better show brilliant. sometimes you watch more of it. And I don't think that's a problem for them. Yeah. Again, I think the football thing
3: is such a huge factor, and, here. and I, I hadn't considered the
1: football. Here's, thing, what, you don't, here's a, what
2: you guys are completely forgetting how. Like, okay, let's say, just for argument's sake, that they put Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Cesaro and I think they up yeah, AJ yeah, Styles and, uh, yeah. The I'm new not, era goes I, to
3: SmackDown. Let's just say the new era goes to
2: SmackDown. Yes. Uh, you think that idiots, like, the people that boo Roman Reigns and says he can't wrestle are going to choose to watch a Roman Reigns Roman Reigns led Raw over those guys on SmackDown. No, I no. think
1: they're, but I think they're going to watch both still. I really that's do. That's my point. But it's got to. They're only going to watch both if they're committed to making SmackDown really good. And, I mean, and I think
2: Im- that's I think that's the whole point of USA's point, right.
1: and that's imperative. If if they're if this is truly a commitment to we want to provide. Five hours of great entertainment, and we believe we have enough top-notch talent to pull it off. Injuries can screw that did. up, man. And we have seen in the past where one or two injuries have made them really trigger-happy, right? Like where they've sudden they had a great plan, and they just said, ah, fuck. And they've done some drastic things because of one or two injuries in the past. This yeah,
2: but sometimes that works out. Yeah, sure.
1: Fine. We've said before sure, we no, it's think called right, we think some of their best work has been done in scramble mode, right? Like that they've they've recovered well over the years. Um but in the meantime, I would tend to believe right now they have enough quality performers that with good writing, good commitment to characters, they're able to pull and it patience. off and patience. But they gotta do it. Patience. Wrestling
2: fans don't have patience. No, <laughs> yeah, the WWE is going to have that
1: patience. My point being, right now, a lot of us are only watching three hours. Isn't that hours. funny
2: how wrestling fans demand patience from wrestling but don't have patience themselves? It's correct. correct. It's but true. isn't that
1: true of everything in the world? I mean, like. Come well, on. well look,
2: look at the uh, the comic book, the curve
3: flaw. Have, have you heard about this? What? They, they apparently turned Captain America into a Nazi, and people are up in arms oh, over Jesus. it while the writers are like, bold. patience. Yeah, They're patience.
2: the entire time he was a, a secret oh, soldier. Holy shit!
3: Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
2: That is kind of wish you would have told me that. <laughs> um
1: look, we do the same thing about the the sports right like we we want you know what we, we say the next day that was a terrible decision to send the runner in the first inning, right, like when well, in the first inning, all we 're thinking is they should run you know that's like yep. what we do I mean come on, it's just the nature of the beast. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm admittedly a bit trepidatious at the same time, but I am excited about it in general. I think it's going to be a very good thing.
3: I can't wait for the uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens ladder match for Loser Leaves Raw. See, now um, that this is clamor. the problem.
1: They can't do that though, because then they're then they're saying inherently one of these shows is better
2: than the other one.
3: Well, unless you say fire. Not really. I mean, because they,
2: they are, just hate each other that much that, and that they, they don't want to see st- each other anymore. But, I guess, but if you you they know, hate so each again, other that much, it doesn't it just okay. I'll go
1: to I'll go to the other show. I hate this guy. I can't be around him. I don't, you can't sell Loser Leaves Raw. You, you just can't, can't do him? that. Because then you're saying Raw's better. Well, what if, what if okay, it's what if So it's number one it. contender Sammy Zane
2: as a face L- L- and he's a coward? Or, or Kevin Owens just says, oh, I don't want to... I think that I'm tired of seeing Sammy Zane Oh, drama. I think the way, way you, you do
1: expect. it is you say the loser or the, the winner is the number, number one contender, one contender for the, the IC title. Win, and the, and the loser loser IC wins. title is on one show. So that's where or that... the world title. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a way to do it. You just can't brand it as loser leaves raw because that you're inherently I saying.
2: I don't know why you have such an issue with that, but okay.
3: I just can't wait for that match because, I, like I said, in our top five last week, I was I like, I want the ladder match. I, I just know. can't quite right. figure out what it's for. Boom.
1: <laughs> All right. So we need to talk about Cody. We haven't talked about Cody yet. Um, What else do we need to do in the, the final? Like, do should we should we just do a hodgepodge in the final segment and, and sort of throw away everything yeah. else? Yeah. All right. There's a hodgepodge of things we need to talk about, specifically Cody Rhodes. We know that's a huge storyline, and we haven't discussed it yet. In fact, if that's all we get to in the final segment, I'm okay with that, because it's been that type of week. There's just a lot going on. Um, all right, I'm Glenn. That's Aaron, and that's the main event. A.J. Francis, and this is jobbing Out.
0: Hi, this is Jake the Snake Smith from Baltimore Boxing. Our next event is going to be June 16th at Michael's 8th Avenue. I sure hope you guys can check it out. The last bouts were incredible, and these are going to be even better. For tickets, please go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. That's BaltimoreBoxing.com. Get your tickets right away. If you want good seats, VIP is where to be. VIP tables of 10 are $500 or $50 a seat. Ringside reserve seats are $35 or $350 a table. General missions are $25, but we run out of them fast. So if you want them, go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. For those about to rock, Thursday, June 16th at Michaels 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Baltimore's best boxing. Go to BaltimoreBoxing.com for tickets.
1: Segment number three, it is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun, and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event. A.J. Hey. Francis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who is live at uh, Seamus's house. And we will get back to that in a second because it's going to lead us to our top five this week. Uh, before that, some, some news that, of course, has been buried by the bigger news that's come out in the days since then but
2: was uh, pretty big. Oh, man, Cody Rose buried? Never.
1: <laughs> I didn't even set that up. I totally didn't even set it up. Yeah, Cody Rhodes uh, announced over the weekend that he had asked for his release, and it had been granted by the WWE. He is gone. He wrote uh, quite the missive.
3: Eden's gone as well, by the way. Right, we
1: found that out. Uh, She was there Monday night. Yes. But then afterwards, she had also asked uh, to to be released, which, like, again, you know. Makes sense. It's kind of awkward for one of them to be there and the other one. No, uh, I know my husband said all those things I about said, yeah, you. Yeah, especially
3: the way that Cody. But went I out. love you guys.
1: You guys are the best. Um, so yeah, Eden's gone as well. Which, which means more Lillian. It can't be a bad thing, right?
3: Or does it mean more JoJo? Which oh, it also
1: could, it could, yeah, which is not, a better uh, thing. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not opposed, a bad thing either. Not opposed to more JoJo. Dude, JoJo's two, right? Like she's, it's... 4'10. It's crazy how oh short sure she is.
3: Her, well, who she said next uh, court? Was it Corbin on Monday?
1: Was it? Oh yeah, it was. Oh it, my God. It's very uncomfortable. Like they, they got a pan, it's so, they got to get her like a three foot tall, something to stand on. Man. Podium. Yeah, no doubt. I couldn't think of words. Like my, she my,
2: stand on the, the soapbox that you get on when you're talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So Cody Rhodes is gone. Um, he writes this missive about, you know, being in the locker room in Greensboro and it, it was a compelling read, right? Like it's, it's a compelling read and I think that, all of us can understand exactly where Cody Rhodes is coming from. I guess maybe there was a, a little bit of surprise because he on social media had come out very defensive of the Stardust character, right in, in the year leading up to this. And maybe he changed his mind at some point, and that's all this was that like yeah, he was in on it for a little while. And then woke up one day and said, nope, I'm out on Stardust. I need to go back to being and Cody. And They're not doing on anything it.
3: with Stardust. Right. As I was... Or
1: he was just being a good company man and trying to convince people yeah. that he was he was good with Stardust when the truth was he wasn't good with Stardust. Yeah, that happens. I mean,
2: when I was in Miami, I hated the position I was in. I, I had a, a front office that wouldn't ever give me a chance to play, even though I consistently outperformed the guys in front of me. And that's the only reason, I mean, the only reason we were one of the few teams that kept 5D tackles last year after the preseason, because the two of the guys were starters, and then the other two guys that were backups, they were good players, but I consistently outplayed them in practice and in preseason games. And so because they had already paid them a lot of money, they had to keep all five of us. It sounds a little bit like therapy right now for you. You have anything else you, you just want to get off your chest? I mean, no, that's, I mean, but <laughs> when, that, when that happened, like, People would ask me how I feel, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah." Name you names. Know. Tell me who sucks. I'm still just, a big just, Miami guy.
1: Just tell me right now who sucks. Just tell the truth. Who sucks? Yeah. Who Who's I the guy? Have... Who Who are you better than?
2: Uh oh no no. I'm not... <laughs> you can watch the tape. The tape speaks well, for itself. Well, herself.
3: we can go back to the week one
2: roster, and find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Week> one, <definitely. laughs> the tape <tennis laughs> speaks for itself. I don't really have to. I don't really have to point it out. I mean, I. Had... I don't have to say name names, but it's just the truth. I mean, no, I hear you.
1: I hear you. I, but we're, I would we're, still we're just in, around with you, it's right? Yeah, we were just trying to have fun. To that, that's what we're doing there. Um, no, I'm with you, bro. I'm, I'm completely with you, and and I get exactly what you're saying. And I I don't think it'd be surprising at all if that was what Cody was doing. If he was just willing to take it for the team, and say, I'm going don't chant
3: Cody every week right, because you think right. that they're holding me back here.
1: Ab- absolutely. So I I wouldn't be surprised by that whatsoever. I don't think anybody disagrees with Cody that you know, he was misused. I think Especially that...
3: Especially if he was... If he actually asked to say, hey, I want to go back to Cody, and they didn't turn yeah, that... Like, that's money right and there. And
1: particularly after Dusty's right. death. Right.
3: Well, and that's what he's talking about. He's saying, you know, he went to, it sounds like, per, somewhere in the winter, like December, January, or something. If you tell me they turn him back into Cody, and he's the one who ends up winning the Intercontinental title, like, that's a WrestleMania moment of all WrestleMania moments there, if, you have Cody Rhodes on this redemption tale for you know No, I'm after it, man. Year or the a Dusty Rhodes
2: polka dot lab? Yeah.
1: Don't do do you, do, you for, do we all forget that like the moment with he and his brother and Dusty, Dusty. Oh,
2: that
3: was one of the best moments of the past 5 6 years.
1: Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just sort of a throwaway moment otherwise on a pay-per-view, right? It yeah. wasn't it wasn't for a title. It was it was just no, it was for their jobs. Like, I get that,
3: right? They oh, it was wrestling. phenomenal. But it was unbelievable. Oh, just them, just them hugging, standing yeah. in the ring. Yeah. yeah. Amazing.
2: Imagine how much different and better his career could have been if they didn't waste the money in the bank on Damien Sandow.
3: <laughs> so Cody Rhodes would yeah. have been the one jobbing Yeah, career, right? John Seriously. There? What a dick.
1: You're just such a dick. You want me to get gender <laughs> back here so you can, oh, man, I, I don't know if you, li- did you listen to the rest of the show? I, I bet you didn't. I did. No, 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 not you. Oh. Him. Did, did you, AJ, listen to the rest of last week's show? No, of course you didn't. Nobody ever listens to the rest of the show if I a part listened of to it. the part that
2: I was. I know. Like, <laughs> I a, so you I got on a plane.
1: You didn't hear the message asleep. from. Uh, wait, wait, wait! You
2: got on a plane and you couldn't listen to a podcast? Th- yeah, right. Now, did you not hear the next line after I said I got on a plane and fell asleep?
1: No. Oh, well, anyway, the point of all this is, uh, I, we have a listener in Arizona. His name is Tracy. Uh, he was salty Trizzle on the Big O and Duke show, and he said, "Boy, I didn't know that AJ played defensive back." Because when Jinder Mahal was on it, he backpedaled like a motherfucker.
2: That's not true at all. I've always I can call Jinder right now. I've always said that Damian Sandow had great parts of his career. I'm just saying I didn't see in him what all you guys saw in him. I saw him as a better version of Santino Morello. How you doing? How you
1: doing, pal? Can you find the ball while you're backpedaling like that? Because that's important when you're backpedaling, that you still have to be able to I didn't find the ball. not
2: backpedal at all. You, you have to play the they ball. You can't, the can't just play the, the man. Bank. They wasted money in the bank on Damian Sandow when it should have went to Cody Rhodes.
3: And then Cody Rhodes would have lost
2: to two, John Cena. Right. We Absolutely. don't know that.
3: <laughs> they weren't going to have Cody Rhodes Ro- uh, or Randy Orton for uh, the uh, unified uh, title. I
1: guess just living with Brent. Is that why it is that you've been working on, on playing defensive back and doing all the backpedaling that you've been doing um, recently? Is that what it is? Funny.
2: That's funny. You know, it's almost like you're a two-bit comedian. <laughs> two-bit? How did I get the second bit? I don't think I'm that good.
3: I he's always said that he's a low, low, oh, low, no
1: low rent Jimmy Fallon. No freaking doubt. The lowest rent there is. Um, alright, sorry. That was, that was too good.
2: I get credit. Yeah, it's, it's, good, it's it is unfortunate Cody's leaving this, but you know, because he's better than Damien Sandow, <laughs> he got to leave on his own terms.
1: You're such a piece of shit. You know that? Like, you're such a piece of shit. You and woke up today. You were like, how can I be more of a heel today? I know listen, what I'll do. I'll just like double I said, down on Damien Zimbabwe. Damien Sandow had
2: great parts of his career, but he was never like, you make it seem like he should have been main event in WrestleMania because he's just so great. I think I said that. Did I? Did I say that? I think my You point... said it was a travesty. Well, it is a travesty. No I, I do agree
1: couple. with that. I stand by it because I want more parts of the show that entertain me. I was entertained quite a bit on Monday night, by the way. Monday night was uh, I was well entertained.
2: And Damien's saying I wasn't there. Imagine that.
1: I I I said then you'll, I... you'll
2: you'll be entertained on June 10th. That's right
1: at Maryland Championship Wrestling. Are you back for that, by the way? When are you back?
2: Uh, I'm not back till June like what? Tw- nah. All
1: right. Well, I, we're gonna be at Maryland Championship Wrestling to watch your boy Johnny Crabcakes. Uh... I don't know what he's gonna do. I actually do, but I can't say <laughs> it. So anyway, the 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 point of all I know this, what his
2: so, finishing move is.
1: I do as yes, well. We do. I do as well. No doubt. It's gonna be exciting. Um th- look, I think everybody's you know, respects Cody. I think Cody's gonna be fine. I think Cody's it, it, it'll be fascinating to see where he ends up. I it's, think he's I don't I just don't see TNA being his thing. Neither
3: do I, but I could see he's a guy I could see in Ring of Honor potentially. I could Maybe, I I think Japan is
2: the softest landing spot. And that's for the funny
1: him. thing, like I just don't know if that's Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe because it, it I, seems I like I think he,
2: Cody's leaving to, like, get in a different career.
3: Yeah,
1: band. that's it, my that, that
3: was my thought, but if you read it, he's talking about, you know, basically how the wrestling fire is still within him, and that's why he's leaving. But I think you can yeah, do both Yeah, but he things. might do a goodbye
2: tour, like Damien. Yeah. Right yeah I,
3: don't,
1: possible. I think he could totally take bookings, go wrestle, but at the same time say, I want the next stage of my life. I want there to be it's something possible. that doesn't. You know, allow me to get The, the
3: way I read it was it, it sounded like he wanted to do long-term stories. You know, basically he wanted a company to get behind him. Like, that seems like what it kind of came down to.
1: I mean, okay. I just don't... How much can Ring of Honor get behind him?
2: Like, I... Ring of Honor champ?
1: That's fine, but how much does that pay you?
2: Twelve bucks an hour.
1: Right? I mean, like, I, I don't think that they can get behind him.
3: Well, it doesn't... I mean, he even said it when... Granted grain of salt anytime someone says this, yeah. but he says he said money is never the issue. No,
1: I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure money's never the issue. I'm sure that's what it is. Hey, AJ, how's how's that NFL money? It's pretty good. Yeah, is it enough that you're not going to bother going to try to work as a wrestler? Mm, uh, no. Yeah, okay, there we go. Money's an issue. It's an issue. Let's just call it like it is. Money's an issue. Uh, but look, everybody likes Cody, right? Like I, I think Cody's going to be fine. I really do. I genuinely believe... I think, I, it's a, I think it's a bummer that right now it appears as though there isn't a path for him to still be involved.
3: You know what's frustrating? He could have been the face of SmackDown, or yeah. a, a, a face, not not right he, a face
1: the, of SmackDown. Yeah, sure. Like
3: like the brand split is would have gotten him
1: would have benefited a guy like him, sure. Yeah. If they would have let him go back to
3: right. Cody, he and that's the, had the had problem, him, right? Right. If, if if they if they would not let him go. See, back the to thing go- is,
2: the thing is, he didn't even have to go back as Cody. He could have stayed as Stardust. Stardust. He just. Like, the way they were making – they were using Stardust was as Yeah, backwards. but
1: it seemed like his fr- – at this point, he was done with Stardust. It seemed like – based on what – I'll go
2: out there. I will yeah, give a 100%. Him, I guarantee if he gets another SummerSlam check with Stephen Amell, I guarantee that would make him feel a lot better.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably, except that he did that already. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got the sense that he was like, I think we've gotten everything we can get out of Stardust. I, and that was the sense that I got from what he had written. Like, I committed to it. I gave him everything I possibly could to Stardust – Stardust had run its course. It was time to do something else. And if they had been willing to say, okay, you know, I tell you what, we're going to give you this opportunity to go back. The truth is that Cody literally
3: had the opportunity. He could be a main eventer. Yeah. I, I'm still shocked that the, um, the post-dashing where he wore the yeah. mask and came out with it. Yeah. I'm still stunned he was, that they never ran with no that doubt, one. No like, That was the gimmick right he was there. great.
1: He was absolutely he was. great in that role. But I, I think he's gonna be fine. I'm not worried about Cody whatsoever. I think he's gonna be all right. And I think if there's a guy that I think because of I his- said
2: this to somebody else. I was like, Cody Rhodes' biggest problem and his biggest failure was his age, because he's when he came in, he was a young guy in a company that, other than Randy Orton and John Cena, no young guys were getting those big time opportunities. That's fair, right? Well, and-, and then. By the time the age of this new era of guys, when it's Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins and all these young guys coming in getting those opportunities, now he's an older guy. Well, but at the same time, they Kevin, go o- in a different way. Kevin
1: Owens and AJ Styles are getting opportunities right now and yeah, they are. Yeah, but that's,
2: that's different. They're, like you guys just like to say, in storyline terms, they're younger guys. Okay, there's yeah. an argument
3: for that. Yeah. There's an argument for that. I'll I'll, and, and I'll hear that. You know, I mean, you know what is probably gonna happen? He's gonna go away for a few years. He's gonna come back. He's gonna be 34, 35. He's still gonna be right in the you prime think, of his you career. You think that
1: there's that he would still? You think that's still a possibility? I do. Okay. I, I yeah. really do. Okay. I
3: Alberto do. Del Rio punched like a man. Yeah,
1: amazing. that is true.
3: God. Everyone comes back. Like, yeah, he he bashed those two writers, yeah. but other than that, like, he didn't really do anything all that awful. And that's something in four yeah, or five did years. Did think- so, 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 no. Uh, so, uh, did he? Did
2: he ever beat an employee? I mean, not to my
1: knowledge, but it's possible. Yeah, right. There's plenty of things that we don't
2: actually <laughs> did, know
1: about. Oh, did we lose you? Son of a bitch! You still there? Oh. Okay, all right, good. So God
2: damn. It, has, it. has he ever beat his wife?
3: No. No. no exactly. Lord no. Like, oh, he'll come- be back. Yeah. All right. As long as he wants to come back, he will be back, and he will be because he is only 30, which is amazing to me that he's only 30. I thought he was at least like 32, 33. But he will he will come back in a few years, be still be in the prime of his career, and hopefully, you know, he killed it somewhere else so WWE realizes, oh, we need to capitalize on this. All right.
1: Uh let's get into this week's top five. We are going to do a top five this week because I I was thinking about something. We said, if you missed at the top of the show, AJ is broadcasting live from Seamus' house. Hello. Um, that's where his uh, teammate, uh, Brent Grimes rented, uh, the house and AJ staying with him. So they he's staying at Seamus's house. And so, uh, AJ in the first segment was kind of walking around like, Hey, look what's over here and look what's over here. It's pretty cool, right? Like it's a, it's a neat thing. So it got me to thinking, if you were to go to a wrestler's house, what would you want to find? What might you be looking for? What might you hope to find when you were there? So I'm looking for both who's the wrestler? And then what would you hope to find when you were there? You you rented a house. You went the old Airbnb. Right. Like, yeah, I'm going to be in uh, I'm going to be in Tampa for the weekend. Uh, let me go to Airbnb. You show up and you find out, oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe this. I'm staying at Billy Kidman's house. Right. Like that that's what an honor it is to be staying at Billy Kidman's house. Yeah, it's a huge honor. It's a huge honor. So what would you want to find there? All right? Good with this? AJ, yep. you're the main event, so uh, you start us and finish us. What's your
2: number one? Or number, number five, one. sorry. Number uh, five. Yes, yeah, it is number five. Sorry. My number five is, you know, I've always been kind of partial to New Jersey. Um, Even when people talk bad about New Jersey, I one of us.
3: Uh, Why?
2: Because Mick Foley lives there. Uh,
3: all right. Does he live in New I thought he lived on Long Island.
2: Oh, uh, oh right. God, what a dick. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. What However, a dick. Why don't we try this all over again?
3: Yeah. You like New York, and he's yeah. why you he like New York.
1: <laughs> I don't know why I said New Jersey. I don't either, because John Stewart, New Jersey.
2: Amy. I don't know. Chris
3: Springsteen?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: That is weird. <laughs> but that, that kind of defeats the point. The point of what I'm saying is that at Mick Foley's house, if I showed up Airbnb at Mick Foley's house, I would love – if I could find Noel Foley, <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would
1: awesome. Be a, that you know what? The more I think about it, that is a really good find. Like, it would be, be <laughs> awfully surprising <laughs> I mean, if she was just waiting there. But, if uh,
2: I showed up to Mick's house, because, you know, a lot of people that are in Airbnbs, they actually live there. They just right. have an open room. Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And if by some miracle, my room had to be conjoined to Noel, right.
1: Vol- <laughs> And, of course, what, what you mean is that you'd want that because then she could go, like, have a spa day with your wife. You know, oh, obviously. yeah, absolutely. And you could hand exactly. her a card to be
3: on jobbing out.
2: Right. Exactly. <laughs> all of what you just said is what I'm saying.
1: That's, that's what I assumed. I assumed those were all the scenarios. Well, no, that would be – um yeah that would definitely be quite the find if you were to stay at Mick Foley's that, house. That,
3: that would – yeah. Aaron? Uh, mine, it, it's pretty basic, but there's a twist to it. I want to go to Ric Flair's house because mm. I want to see his closet. I want to see his robe collection specifically. Mm-hmm. I want to see his clothes collection. And I want to see how many stains are on all of those
2: things. <laughs>
1: you just want to sit there and I've count?
2: I've spent more money on spilled liquor and women than you've ever made in your life. It makes sense. There's got to be some liquor on those ropes.
1: Um, I think my number five is pretty uh, self-explanatory. I would like to go to Tori Wilson's house, and I would like to find the tape. Now, moving on. <laughs>
3: Wait, does she have it or does Don Marie? I don't know
1: who has it, but if I'm at Tori Wilson's house, I know this much: I am searching every nook and crevice of that house, everywhere, to see the little tiles if in the, the ceiling. tape is there. I don't. I will not rest until I discover whether or not the tape is there. That's my number five.
2: You're number four, HA. If I could make it down to San Antonio this time, I know I'm right. And if I can make it down there and go to HBK's house, yes. And kick it with him, and hopefully, I would—I want to think that I would be able to find his smile, (laughs) because he apparently found it. That's when he came back. Right. But did he find it in San Antonio or did he find it like Vegas? (laughs) He found his smile, and I've got to assume that it's when he found his smile, he lost it, and he was pretty bummed out about it. He was. If you find your smile, you got to keep it somewhere safe in your house. So I would love to see HBK smile if I stayed at his house. All right, All I've, right. I've got a new number four, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh,
3: my number four is, in my mind, the Dudleys. Yes. When they said, well, you have to
1: visit Dudleyville, of
3: course. Of course, I have to go to Dudleyville. Yeah. Though they said they were from New York this past year, which is a little weird.
1: Uh, I
2: understand. Dudleyville I mean, is the sixth borough of New York City. Do oh. not
3: try and take away from their greatness. That okay? That, very that's very fair good point. point. I, I didn't think about that one. But uh in my mind, every table to them is special. They don't just send them through tables. They keep those tables. And I want to see where their piles, uh, just how big that pile of tables have gotten at this mm. point in their backyard. Because I am sure could you imagine, it is there.
2: Could you imagine the fort you could create? That like would be a great fort. tables broken by the Bedley Boys. The
3: park? other thing, too, is I
1: assume they have to host all of the holiday gatherings. With it's, Dick it's, Dudley it's, and Sign well, yeah, Dudley, yeah, of course, right, all the Dudley. Yeah. My my point being, like, it, it's always difficult when you get your family together, right? Because you got to say, "Hey, you guys have a poker table?" Or you got to go ask the neighbors, <laughs> right? Like, if that, you have any. But at the Dudley's
3: house, I would think that. Po- that but, but is it a problem because they like Thanksgiving, they end up breaking the table in the middle of the meal? Well,
1: yeah, that's fine, but they seem to have more tables at all times, true, so I true. think it's not much of an issue.
2: I know I would never loan my poker table to the devil. I probably would <laughs> not. They come knocking on
1: the door. They're like, hey, AJ, do you have a poker table we can borrow? You're like, ah, no. Do,
2: do, do, don't, Devon. <laughs> you can get your ass out of here. Uh,
1: my number four, I mean, it had to come at some point, right? My number 4, if I were to ever visit Kevin Nash's house, I would just like to hope that he has a fresh stash of quad jokes somewhere cuz I'm really running out of them. Like I am really running low on Kevin Nash quad jokes. And how do we keep doing top fives if we don't have fresh ones?
2: So well, I hope I mean shouldn't since it's a Kevin Nash quad joke I'm glad you put it at four.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. I needed the lower it on the list. Yeah, obviously. Oh, no,
2: quad means four. You dick. You didn't even.
1: Oh, get to god you. damn it! I am an. You know what? <laughs> You're right. I am an asshole. I'm so sorry. <laughs> damn it. Go ahead with three. Oh, oh son of a bitch. No You're reason. an asshole. Shut up. Nope. I've been working for eight hours. Uh, he's been playing football. I guess I don't have anything to
2: complain yeah, about. I've been working. I gotta work at 7:30. How's the how's the weather in Tampa today? Uh, it's like 84. God, it's I nice. hate you. By, it was 90 in by, Baltimore wait, today.
1: By
3: the way. How excited are you that Cutter decided that they were going to try to avoid the heat this uh during training camp as opposed to the past few years when has said we're going to practice at the oh, hottest geez. time because we want to get players used to the heat.
2: Yeah, well, I mean re- we don't have an indoor, so I know. I know say avoid the heat, that just means we're gonna like practice at like seven AM. By the way Or or practice at seven PM,
1: which is much worse. This is this is a true story? Cutter's the dude. He used to call into our show in Phoenix and just play our games. Like, we'd be playing some silly games on the air. He would just pick up the phone, and he would call in and be like, I want to challenge you guys. Dude, that guy kicked ass. Love that
2: guy. I I like him a lot. He's a very good coach. All right. And he's a cool guy. Number three. Number three. If I happen to be in San Diego and I came across Rey Mysterio's house, Yes. I would I would have to go through his filing cabinet so I could find the contract where he got to keep his son Damien. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I in there think somewhere. I, you Dominic, right? It was Dominic.
2: Way. Damn it! It was. Oh Dominic. damn it! It's Dominic. His son Dominic. Because Damian Sandow on the line. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to think that Dominic's contract to be, like be his father still has to be like with the birth certificates and, like, social security cards. It's somewhere locked up, so I would have to find it.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's – and, then, you know, that's just doing important work at that point. No, I'm with you. I think that's a really good thing to do. Aaron?
3: Uh, my number three is uh, – it's a little bit similar to the Dudley's tables, and I want to see because he always came out with a shopping cart full of toys. This man, Raven. Ah, I yes. want to find, A, all the shopping carts. yes, yeah, because apparently he has a ton of shopping carts. You never because- know when you
1: might need one of those.
3: There's a ton of shopping carts somewhere. And then he must have a cellar full of weapons, full of stop signs, full of right. street lamps that he can just push into these carts. I want to find that just because I think that would be fascinating. Whether Are they pre-filled? Do they, did he just like buy a cart that came with all this stuff? Or does he just every time go to the cellar, right. pick, out, pick, pick out
1: some it, stuff, throw it in a shopping, shopping cart? That is a question I'd like answered as well. Yeah. All right. I like that. Uh, my number three, this is a selfish thing. I, if I happen to be staying in Pittsburgh... At Kurt Angle's house, I would really love to find the hairpiece. That's all I really want.
2: I, I gi- thought you were going to go gold medal.
1: No, no. Well, the stolen one, perhaps, from Baltimore. I don't know if you ever heard that story, but he had a, a gold medal. His legit gold medal was once stolen in Baltimore. Like, legitimately happened. I First of all, we could not figure out why he would have ever carried around the actual gold medal that he won, which that makes no sense whatsoever. I'd lock that puppy up somewhere and just go ahead and get a fake one. But he actually had his gold medal. No, I'd need to find the hairpiece. I would be obsessed with it. I would rip apart the house looking for the hairpiece because it was so majestic because Kurt Angle wore it, of course. I would have to have that. Like, it's one of those things. I don't know if you've decided if maybe you might sneak something out of Seamus' house yet. Like, I wouldn't blame you if you did. I know that's theft and you're not going to admit to it here on the show. But I would understand if you'd be like, Seamus will never notice this is gone. I might go ahead and, and, and pick this up while I'm here. I, I would probably. do that. I would do that at Kurt Angle's house. A thousand percent. I would take the hairpiece with me. I just would. Your, uh, this
2: really trippy painting that's right next to me. Your number. What is it? It's like a face, but it's like, like the eye doesn't exist, and like the mouth is like blacked out, and there's like a, a ghost man in the mouth, and like that's really bizarre. The other eye is like bugging out, and the, the nose is, is just a circle. What the
1: f is that? That's really weird.
2: Yeah, it's really trippy. All
1: right, what's your number t- uh, number two?
2: My number 2 is if I ever got to go to Stamford, Connecticut and go to Vince McMahon's house. Like we were just talking about how when uh in the beginning of the show, how Sheamus has all his posters lined up in a hallway. You're not telling me there's not a wing in Vince McMahon's house that is the shrine of the kiss my ass club <laughs> of all of these pictures of people <laughs> kissing his ass. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, who else would have uh, that? I would love to see that.
1: Yeah, I think I'd like to see that as well. Aaron? Uh,
3: in my mind, during the, the big streak, Goldberg.
1: By the way, who would be the one? Like, if you had to put one featured member of the Kiss My Ass Club, like, if, if there was one that, like, you hung above your bed, who would that be? William Regal. I was gonna say Trish Stratus.
3: Oh, that's a good one. But yeah. did you ever actually join? Or did I you mean, deliver a low blow? I can't remember.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that's exactly what happened.
3: Did Eric Bischoff ever do it? Did he ever join that it? That
2: sounds right. I mean, that's the answer so, if you're Vince.
1: Hang on a second. I, I just
2: like the way William Regal did it. It was funny. Yeah. So yeah.
1: But, hang that. on. Hang on. I really want to know who all was in the Kiss My Ass Club.
2: You think there's a website dedicated to this Oh, there's absolutely. No, I, I
3: bet you there's a Wikipedia page.
1: Uh, Vince McMahon's. It's not a Wikipedia page, but there is a pro wrestling Wikia that uh, involves it. Well, Jr. Here are the members of the Kiss My Ass Club. You mentioned Jr. yes. Of Nick course, Foley. and William Regal, we already got. Mick Foley. Oh, I forgot about a couple of these. Oh, I totally forgot. Actually, there's only six. Yes. Trish Stratus did not ever officially join. Yeah. She did, indeed, deliver the low blow. How about one, Shawn Michaels?
3: I do remember that. Yeah. Was, that was during the God and teaming up yeah. with HBK against the It happened the in D.C.
1: back in uh, February of 2006. Shane McMahon, yep. a member of the Kiss My Ass Club. I don't remember that. Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. shoved Shane into Vince McMahon's... Oh, so
3: it wasn't an official... When they were yeah, with the yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. And the final member of the Kiss My Ass Club McFoley. was some two years later. No, McFoley was the fifth. Okay. The final member actually happened in 2008. JR? No. It was indeed Vince McMahon's own bastard son. Really? <laughs> Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle was the final member February 6, 2008 in Austin, Texas. I totally forgot about that as well. So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, Sorry, Aaron. You're number two.
3: Uh, Where was – oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I want to go to Goldberg's house because in my mind, every time he came home from a match that he just won, he went over to his bed. And just like a you know a someone in prison kind of tallying, added he another puts a little tally on right. it. I think that would be fascinating yeah. to see exactly how he documented that <laughs> on his wall.
1: <laughs> that actually wouldn't be that bad. All right, I'll give you my number 2 and my number 1 cuz we got to work backwards to AJ's number 1 since he's the main event. Uh my number 2 if I were to be and I know this is of course uh, likely to be the soon senator Kane or mayor, Mayor Kane. Um I would just like to hope that at some point I'm walking around in Kane's house and just sitting there is a casket. And we can all just let our imaginations run wild from there. (laughs) But I'd just like to hope that at some point in the house you turn around and you say,
2: Oh, that's where the necrophilia happened. Huh.
1: Huh. You don't ask. You don't, I mean, like if he's giving you the tour, you don't ask.
3: You just, you just say, okay. We do know where her cheerleader outfit uh right. ended up. Right. There's a big article about that.
1: Is it really? Where is it? So,
3: well uh the guys from WrestleCrap actually, because it went up for auction for whatever oh, really? reason and they ended up buying it. Jesus
1: Christ. All right, and my number one, um, just for the pure irony of it, if I would ever get the opportunity to visit Hulk Hogan's lovely estate. I would like which I assume is in Tampa, not far from where uh, yes. AJ is right yep. now. I would just hope that the first thing I see when I walk in, for the pure irony of all of it, webcam is a camera. <laughs> I would just like to have that moment where I walk in, and it's like the reason, you know, in the real world, they had the, mm-hmm. the fishbowl, because it was yep. like the irony yep. of, oh, you're the fishbowl, but we're going to put, it would just be beautiful irony if I happened to be staying at Hulk Hogan's house one night, and I looked in, and I said, ah, how about that? A secret camera. A secret camera. So that's my number one. Aaron?
3: Back in college, I was uh, – one of the things I really enjoyed doing was making beer can pyramids. Don't know exactly why, but I was – Who didn't
1: enjoy making a good beer can pyramid? I really
3: enjoyed it. Like, I, I, okay, it, you have a problem. Yes, you know. Yes. <laughs> but – um, You might need to go to a meeting. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh. I want to go to Stone Cold Steve Austin's house and see just how big that goddamn beer pyramid is. Because I know he has a giant beer pyramid. This this
1: smells like more of a sexual thing for you. (laughs) Like, this is how you get off. You're like, I'm going to go to Stone Cold's house and (laughs) make the world's largest beer pyramid and just jerk off to it. That's what it sounds like from here.
2: Uh, I didn't really catch that. No, I did. I
1: did. You (laughs) guys didn't catch
2: that? But we couldn't go one show without... (laughs) Without Glenn making a jerk off, of
1: that him. is true. That is a, yeah. it's a yeah, rule. Yeah,
2: he had to squeeze it in right at the end. It is a rule. All right, you're number one. Uh, my number one is also at Hulk Hogan's house. Not too far from here. It's oh, ten. are we staying there together
1: for some reason? Like,
2: why are we both going to Hulk Hogan's Apparently.
1: house? Apparently, I hope it, not. It's become a tourist attraction. <laughs> this isn't gonna be. You know You're not saying you're about to hope that the
2: Brooks there, are you? <laughs> oh no. All right. Yeah, it's gonna. She's built like a linebacker. I know. But what? What? I would hope that I would see at Hulk Hogan's house is a dildo of Hulk Hogan's 11-inch penis <laughs> <laughs> plastered right now at the front Wait a second, not Terry Balea. Right. we got to make this very clear. You're not visiting
1: Terry Bollea's house.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. No,
1: you're visiting Hulk Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's
2: house, house right. where a dildo of his 11-inch t- penis could be promptly displayed <laughs> right at the door when you walk in. You're like, oh, oh, man. oh, I'm walking into Hulk Hogan's house. Yeah, instead, here's, of, instead of the, here's a on the post, you have <laughs> Here's a, uh, a closet full of bandanas. And here <laughs> is an 11 inch dildo that obviously is of his doll. Oh, man.
1: That is good. That is really, really good. Alright, um, let's wind down for the week. Uh, AJ, you are on Twitter at...
2: AJ Francis 410.
1: Very good. And he's going to be down in Tampa for a few weeks, but we're going to do everything in our power to keep making this work and really love how good it sounds. Like There's been a ten and a half that uh, AJ sounded so good from live at Seamus' house. Uh, give Seamus our best, by the way. Like Leave a, leave a note that says we wished him uh, wished him well and appreciate him sharing our, his house oh, with
2: yeah, us. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going try to try to swindle it so that uh, I can meet him. Because, you know, they're living here, so he's not here. When he's in town, I suppose he has, like, an apartment or somewhere else he stays but i'm sure if they they're going to text him and try to get him to come so he can kick it with us
3: that's cool
1: that'd be really cool uh aaron you're on twitter
3: the a o star
1: the show is on twitter
3: Jobbing out show
1: and our gmail account is
3: Jobbing out gmail.com.
1: and what do you have coming up at uh, the baltimore sun and rolling stone
3: uh if you missed my interview i got to talk to devon dudley before raw uh, on uh that's for the baltimore, in baltimore sun in baltimore sun so go check that one out he uh talks about how the dudley boys are still the best in the world well well,
2: well. You know. Mathematically, I, he's not wrong. Right.
3: Yeah, I, I I ask the question. I don't critique. <laughs> I right. so, yeah, uh, just give the
2: answers. That's a good point.
3: So uh, yeah, go go check that one out. All
1: right. Very good. Uh, I'm on Twitter at glenclarkradio. GlennClarkRadio.com is the website for my uh, sports show. If you're into that type of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody is somewhere. I have no clue. So for uh, Aaron, of course, and for the main event. event AJ Francis. Event. I am Glenn Clark. This is Ben Jobbing Out.
2: Jobbing Out